0: Alright, so welcome to episode 42 of Game Time with Manny. This week, we have a lot to talk about. The Kind of Funny Game Showcase happened, which was more of a focus on indie developers and things like that from the guys over at Kind of Funny. And the Game Awards, Jeff Keighley's big thing, also happened. Uh, So we will talk about those separately later, but first we will talk about loosely some news stuff it was a outside quieter, of those it was a quieter week
1: news I mean it was a
0: huge for news but that was because of the two award well, shows right. where all the news came out
1: of I mean everyone um, just kind of either said you know what we'll have our announcements at the award show or they didn't really didn't do anything. anything no so uh but the there was a couple things I just kind of thought maybe we should talk about Fallout 76 a little bit. Yeah, it continues to be on fire actively.
0: So my favorite thing is they put out their second patch. They put out two patches for it. Uh, One of them, the first one was supposed to add more storage space because apparently that's a big issue. And it deleted a lot of people's items. Mm -hmm. Um, It introduced a glitch where you could fit unlimited things in the storage, which was really slowing down the servers. It accidentally nerfed all guns. And had this cool glitch where, like, you couldn't kill even level one enemies. Their health would instantly regenerate. Yes, yes. Um, so many cool things like that. But my favorite was Scott has been playing a lot of Fallout 76, and he mm. talked to me a couple weeks ago about this mission where he went through this cave for, like, 45, 50 minutes, and he gets to the final room, and it's this boss fight, and everything falls through the floor and flies through this cave ceiling, and it's like, well, you completed the quest. <laughs> And so, in the most recent patch, there was a specific patch note that said, we fix this quest now. Things no longer do that. And he was like, wow, I'll never get to experience the quest, <laughs> truly. Uh, which, it sounded like it would have been awful, killing all those enemies anyways. So,
1: I guess he locked out. Yeah, uh, I would say so. But, boy. I mean, they had, just in the last two weeks, they had that one glitch quote unquote glitch where they released all the people's personal information
0: yeah like people would submit support tickets Mm. and then they would start being able to see everyone else's support tickets with all kinds of personal information in them Mm. and stuff like that and it's like whoa this should not happen and the statement they put out about that was just like one sentence and it was like this has been corrected or something and Mm. that's
1: wild how the fuck does that happen i don't i feel like if people if like all of a sudden your identity was stolen I feel like you could go after them, right? I, possibly. Because, I mean, if all of a sudden people are charging things and I, I that could be a whole liability. Yeah. Um, so that's just... And then there was the classic uh, bag gate.
0: Or... Oh, dude, I forgot about that. Yeah, man. They had, So the fucking you're supposed to get a canvas bag yes. with the special edition. And I know someone who bought the special edition. And it was, to be fair to them, it's just a bag to hold the Brotherhood of Steel helmet. Mm-hmm. So, like, whatever. But it was advertised as a canvas bag. And right. the ad for it showed a real canvas bag. And then you get it, and it is nothing like canvas. Like, it is like what like windbreaker pants are made right. of and it could rip so easily. Mm-hmm. And then people were like, where the fuck is our canvas bag? And they're like, Oh, there's like some canvas shortage or something. And it would have been way more expensive and we couldn't do it. But on the flip side, they had sent out not the same bag but canvas but a slightly different one that they gave to youtubers for free to advertise this game and so then people were like wait a second what is what are you even talking about and now then they were like whatever dude it's time for our canvas bag send us your
1: support ticket and we'll hook you up with a canvas bag well no first they were like let us know and we'll give you like $50 in game Oh, yeah, they give $5 worth of in-game credit. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And so, I guess, one of the things uh, (sighs) like, Scott really likes to build bases and stuff in Fallout Fallout 4. He really liked it. I hated that. I thought it was the worst system in the world. But he really likes making, like, a cool, nice-looking house. You can't make it look nice unless you pay money, because all the, like, nice floors and walls you have to pay real money to mm. be able to purchase that stuff otherwise I, everything will look like a rundown shack
1: how does that work is that like your camp is that what he's
0: building it up? is your camp and i i don't know if it has been fixed but before all that stuff would like disappear if someone else is on the server in the same ish area right and then i don't know if you had to rebuild it or you could just put it down on a different server and it would all pop back up i i believe they fixed some of that because uh, that was an issue about like if you went to a server where someone had a camp in the same area it would just get rid of it Mm -hmm. but now it tries to push you into a server where no one has that area but i don't know how effective that is or if it works um it just there are so many things and it seems like every time they try to fix something something else goes wrong in spectacular fashion like the f- support ticket thing isn't even necessarily about the game. It, no, that is outside, and it's just like they're actively catching the building on fire themselves. And you're like, whoa, let's slow down here.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're they taking are, a beating. They are destroying the Bethesda name to the point where I I see comments online of people like bashing like Doom. <laughs> Just because the Bethesda name is linked to it, which that's, it, is, it's, uh, I mean, it's, that's a totally different thing. Exactly. I mean, like people are confusing the developer and the publisher. Yeah. But like the average person, maybe they can't tell the difference. Or you know, well, you know what? Bethesda is
0: developing this, so right. right.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. It it is rough. Yes. This is. I mean, this is been a relatively quiet year for controversy I, I disagree
0: feel. with that man especially over the past like month or so well I, that's has what been i mean
1: peaking that's what Fucking i mean
0: valve and artifact like all these things are just like what the fuck are you guys doing mm. at all i mean there up until
1: one, like too. october there was like hardly anything the big thing was like metal gear survived but even was that was yeah. even that was just like okay konami's just I mean, that wasn't even... A really, cash grab. Yeah, it's like, just, it, it, yeah,
0: I don't know, man. Uh, the,
1: the big, Honestly, the big one was probably a puddle gate, which was just oh, more, more funny than anything else. Yeah,
0: man. The, they removed this puddle. It's too much.
1: <laughs> Where this has just been like the trash fire that... Keeps on
0: giving. Yes. I sometimes, when I need to feel better, I go to the Fallout 76 Reddit and I just read the comments because, boy people are really happy about this product yeah. and then the people that are are in there like please guys stop <laughs> Fallout! it's it's gonna get better and everyone just is in there tearing them to shreds and it is like i boy
1: this the closest i can think of is this reminds me of street fighter 5 yeah we're like every single month there was this new problem remember when they uh and the pc version yeah where there opened was like up. the fucking malware thing the, there. yes yeah i <laughs> boy it, it, it same situation where they just kept fucking it up
0: but that game's actually in a pretty good place right now it, other it than took a, it, so now they're doing that in-game ads thing which is yes. the next thing on our list yes. and i personally don't care because you can turn the ads off that right. was their whole pitch initially And so people are getting so butthurt about this. Mm -hmm. All it is, is if you want to, you can leave these ads on and earn more fight money. And they are, like, egregious.
1: I thought it was going to be more like, I know you never really got into, like, the EA Ultimate team or anything like that. But, like, the way they did that is you would just kind of go into the main menu, and then there was a section in the main menu where you could just click on, like, watch an ad. And it was just like a thirty second second commercial for like Honda or something like that, and then you got like fifty ultimate up like ultimate team points that you could use for your team. So I was like, oh, that's probably what they're doing. No, this it it you can turn it off, but it just looks
0: awful. It does, and it like displays all over, and it yeah, I don't, I don't know, but it's just. I find it to be, like, a non-controversy because yes. you can just turn it off. Right. And they said that up front. Right. Like, even the first headline I read was about how you can turn it off. And so, if you are someone who is playing Street Fighter Five a lot and you want to get fight money to, like, buy the cool new costumes that they put out all the mm-hmm. time, like, I don't see why that's such an issue. Especially no. because you can still buy the characters with fight money. So, mm-hmm. essentially, if you are, like, playing with ads, you're closer to being able to buy a character for free... And that, I mean, that's not the worst thing in the world. No, I mean, it no. looks awful, but, like, right. it still plays the same. Like, right. The I, same.
1: I just, I there has to be a better way to, even if it was just one logo, but instead, like, each character has, like, minimum five little logos all over their,
0: yeah, uh, I, I mean, just, like,
1: I, I don't know. Even if it was, like, in the background or something, like, there had to have been a better way to do it
0: probably but i mean they don't care at this point like that game has had such bad will around it for as long as it's been out basically and it is just now starting to come into its own and like it has a good roster of characters people seem to be shitting all over it less capcom cup is tomorrow or sunday it's this weekend oh really uh like, it is... They're doing well. The arcade version is coming out in Japan. They're doing location testing. Like, they're in a good place. And I feel like a lot of the articles that I've seen about this are just, like, shitty clickbait about, like, remember mm. how much we all hate Street Fighter? But right. And it is... Like, it just feels weird. Right. Because it's not... I. It is, like, when you see the ads, you're like, holy shit. But then yeah. when you're like, oh, well, it doesn't matter, and it just gives you, like, an added bonus, like, whatever.
1: Right. I guess like if,
0: if they turned it on and were like, hey, guess what, you can't get this off now, ha ha, mm-hmm. remember you paid $60 for this? Right. Then that would be fucked up, but I...
1: Yeah, I don't think it's a major issue. No. It's just, it, I, there must have been a better way to, to implement it, but that's just, uh, that's just my opinion.
0: Yeah, almost certainly. Mm-hmm and so the next on our list here is monster hunter had uh they did a stream and they said it was going to be something big and it was the first part they started talking about uh people who haven't played for a long time might not know but they've been making arc tempered versions Um, of a lot of monsters and so they're like limited time versions of monsters that are a lot stronger you can make special weapons and things from them uh, the arc-tempered Zora Magdaros will be coming out, and that's like the big thing that you shoot the cannons at and shit. Like the worst fight in the game. Uh, but now you'll be able to get like these weird, cool fluorescent weapons from that one. Is that the final? No, that's the one that like you jump on its back and like the Nergigante comes. Oh. Yeah, like a quarter of the way through. That fight sucks. All of the yeah. elder dragons that are like that, I can't stand in any Monster Hunter game. But now it'll be harder. Mm. and so I don't know what that means because it wasn't hard in the first place, Mm. unless the Nergigante just, like, fucks you up or something. Um, And I think the Arc-Tempered Nergigante was the other one, but that's not coming out soon. And so it's basically trying to bridge the gap for people who want G-Rank content, Mm -hmm. but it's not there yet. And so then after that, they announced the Witcher 3 crossover, which I am very excited about because I love Geralt and I like the Witcher, and he basically just comes into the Monster Hunter world through a portal that I assume... Jennifer made or any other witch and I don't know if you like play as him or what but it was like him talking to people in a weird like cinematic thing.
1: I assume so because they did that with Aloy from Horizons yeah. or Dawn.
0: And so he's just like man I hate monsters and they're like well they're cool and yeah I don't know. <laughs> and so the thing that actually matters was it's oh fuck. They're paid expansion and it's called Ice something I can't recall off the mm-hmm. top of my head but it is essentially going to be a paid expansion that comes out in fall of 2019 that wow. seems like it adds an entire new landmass and just g rank so it will basically be like before they would do like monster hunter 3 and then 3 ultimate like this will just make this monster hunter world
1: ultimate do you think they'll make like an ultimate edition
0: uh probably i bet they would just sell it for 60 bucks well, that's that what i'm saying like, and yeah so what i think is weird about this is the pc version isn't going to get it then And even though the PC version is already, like, behind in content, they should just put it out at the same time. But for some reason, they're not. They said Hmm. that that's when it launches for consoles, PC, at a later date. Um, And so it, like, the teaser is a Rathalos flying across the ocean, and it goes to this icy, icy area. And then at the end, it's, like, a black screen, and there's a monster there. And anyone who's played Monster Hunter before knows that that is probably the Nargukuga, which is one of my favorite monsters. It's, like, a bat with a huge tail that, like, it shoots into the ground and has spikes everywhere. Mm-hmm. I love the Kuga, so that's cool. And I I would guess that they will, other than uh, having G-Rank quests, that they will also introduce more variants of the current monsters and add in some other monsters. So that will be pretty cool. Uh, I'll be kind of bummed if they just add, like, two or three new monsters and then are like, oh, but now there's G-Rank for the other monsters... Because, like, as much as I like playing that game, I want a lot of new monsters. I think that was my main thing, why I didn't keep playing it so much after release, was because I just personally prefer monster variety, Mm. and in the end, where the end game is right now, it's like, if you don't all have basically the same armor set, it's kind of like, why don't you have this best armor set in the game that's very clearly the best armor set? I mean, there are people who are super hardcore and will use weaker sets just to be like, I'm cool, but
1: yeah i always went for whatever i liked the best yeah i usually aesthetically go
0: with that and then when i actually have to play g rank or something i will go with whatever is the most effective and like i i just don't like the end game of grinding for charms and stuff like that so i i didn't play a whole lot Mm -hmm. me and nukio will go back sometimes and like play uh the event quests or whatever uh like we did the last major one I can't remember what that was.
1: Did you get the PC version or? I
0: did not get the PC version. Jumbo and Nukio did. I um, saw.
1: I saw him hop on today, and that's what I was wondering. My,
0: if, yeah. uh, my PC probably can't handle it well. Mm. Um, but also, I just don't want to play all the way through that again. Right. Um, if it was a new game, like if they were just releasing. Monster Hunter World Ultimate is a game I would start over. Mm-hmm. Uh but they are not doing that. It's just an expansion. So I can just start from where I left off and go. But but I mean if someone ends up picking up Monster Hunter World for the first time in the fall with that expansion, like
1: it will be like twice as large basically. Which I mean that that campaign was probably a good 60, 70 hours. Yes,
0: it's very long, and this will extend that. Um, I was kind of bummed that they didn't really show any, mm-hmm. like, G-Rank stuff. It was just a teaser. I mean, that is pretty far off, though. Right. I think they just wanted people to know that, like, hey, we are not abandoning this. We are continuing to develop for it because it was so successful. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they put out weird events every so often. Like, they changed the gathering hall based on the season. Like, right now, it's all weird and wintery and you can get like a fucking snowman head or something um but but even that it's just like you end up fighting the same monsters that i've already fought a hundred times and i have most of their armor sets and stuff right unless they bring back the arc tempered things and they're not like the hardest thing i've ever fought in my life then i'll go back and do that but i it's cool i i love monster hunter and i'm glad that they're continuing Mm. i was fully expecting them to make another full release so I think they realize that they can't do that with how popular it got in the West. So
1: Right, and I mean, you just... You can't do that kind of stuff in, in the West. And... No.
0: That's why they used to skip the first version and bring over the Ultimate version only every time. Mm-hmm. So I think when Ultimate came out, a lot of people who were used to only playing the 3DS games were a little disillusioned with right. how few monsters there were. So, I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, Yeah. And so you have played... We're going to move into the games we've played now. Matt has played approximately
1: 700 games this past two (laughs) weeks. I Uh, played seven games, which, I mean, the the three main games I've been playing, they're games that are kind of meant for more just sitting down and playing for like an hour at a time or so. mm -hmm. So then I'd want to like find games to play in between. Okay. So that's kind of like what what happened for me. Uh, The first one, and so what we're just going to do because we have so much to talk about this week I'm just going to kind of mention these if Manny has any questions uh you know, we can kind of yeah. we'll just kind of quickly go through it. So I've been playing Dead Cells as you know. Yes. Then uh, do you do you like it? I do. It did feels you, really good. Did you beat it? No. Okay. I will never beat that Me game. Me there. <laughs> I this may sound really dumb but my least favorite part about the game is the fact that it is a roguelite.
0: I also agree with that. If it was just like a Metroidvania,
1: I think I would like it more. Yes. Because there it, cause almost every single time I, I spend like 40 minutes, I get to the clock tower, and then I never get past the clock tower. I've gotten past it once.
0: I consistently get past it now, and then I immediately die in the palace, or mm-hmm. I get like kind of far, right, and then... The only way for me to advance is to fight an elite when I have, like, no health, and I'm like, oh, sick, right, and then right. I just die. So, like, so. what I
1: would like is to just be able to start at the clock tower, mm-hmm. and then just be able to pick my loadout.
0: Yeah, and that would be cool.
1: And then I could beat the game, but as it is right now, I mean, there are some times when I start, and I'm just like, oh, great, I have that, like, Spartan kick one. I hate that. Yeah. There's a like, better
0: version of it that's okay, but... Be... I
1: might as well just restart, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna go badly. So Dead Cells, I enjoy playing it, but I also don't really like the game infrastructure, if that yeah. makes sense. I also played uh, Black Ops 4. Mm. That's okay.
0: Yeah, Dude were you playing uh,
1: Blackout or the regular? I tried them all. I picked it up more for the zombies, but I didn't like the zombies.
0: Interesting. It got Zombies blew out in a way that I think a lot of people did not realize.
1: The thing that I like... I like the original zombies from World at War. This one, like you'd have, I had like four or three computer allies, and they never stopped talking. Mm-hmm. It's like, guys, I don't need like this fake computer banter. They
0: have like a plot in it too, and then right. they do all the stuff where like you have to try to like, oh man, find these three teddy bears in the room right. to unlock this thing and do this thing, and yeah, that I never liked zombies in the f- first place, so it was as they kept building it out it seemed really weird to me but people are fucking oh, yeah. way into that shit mm-hmm. so good for them i guess
1: the blackout i didn't find it, like it felt oddly unresponsive i did not think it felt that great also i don't like i prefer third person in that in uh, the battle royale because in, you have you can see more yeah in first person you really can't see as much. So I, I just prefer third person. And so I played most of it the multiplayer, but that's another game that I would sit down and play for like an hour at a time. I that's not a game I'm not gonna sit and play for ten hours. Mm. I've also been playing the spyro reignited reignited trilogy. Yeah, you
0: beat the first one. Did I, you beat the second one
1: too? I learned something about myself. What is that? I like the first spyro. Okay. And I don't like the other two.
0: Interesting. I feel like people are
1: usually the opposite of that. Well, there there's completely different games. Like the they first, are. the first, the second, and the third. I think the second and the third are much closer. The second
0: is actually originally was the exact same game as the first game. It is literally the same game. They like didn't even really reskin it at all, which is mm. why I find that to be really interesting.
1: <laughs> I don't know, because like the first one, it's all about like exploration. And just finding the dragons in the world. We could watch a video of it. I mean, it is—they are pretty
0: much identical. Like they did almost no work in those original releases to differentiate the two.
1: Because the second one is all about—is more about like accomplishing tasks to get the orbs. They
0: changed it a lot.
1: So it, it, you mean from in the reignited trilogy? Yeah. Okay, so I, I guess I just don't remember then. Yeah, those first two games were like almost identical.
0: Hmm. So that's really weird.
1: Which I I. I yeah, because in the reignited trilogy, the first, the second, and the third one are much more closer related than the first one, which I like. The first, the third one, one
0: you can skateboard
1: though, which that's in the first level.
0: Yeah,
1: and then yeah, after, I think there's that. a lot
0: of challenges with it too and stuff. There are, Maybe. and that
1: and that's why the second and the third one are much closer together. I think because it's uh-huh. more challenge based. I also dicked around with Moonlighter for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really hard to play that when you're playing Dead Souls. Yeah,
0: because it is much less responsive. But it's also not going to the no. same thing. But it is weird. I only played it the once, and I will try to get back to it, but I don't know if I will.
1: Yeah, it's it's okay. I, yeah. uh, Mutant Year Zero. Yeah, you told me
0: about that. Harder XCOM with it, animals.
1: It, it's more like uh, Mario and Rabbids. Okay. You know how there's like the hub world, and you're walking yeah, around the yeah. hub world? yeah. Uh, it's kind of like that, but then you, when you hit, in Mario Rabbids, when you kind of hit the, the battle area, you, you hit start, and then you kind of start. Mm-hmm. In this, like, there is no quote-unquote battle area. The The enemies are already in the world, so you can kind of, like, sneak up on them. And that's kind of how this game is really meant to be played. It's meant to be kind of, like, stealthy in the hub world, and then you kind of go into the hmm. battle world seamlessly. Yeah. But it is, I don't, I don't. There's just something about it that just I really struggle with. I think it's because I was trying to play it too much like XCOM, where I was trying to just take out all the enemies. I just couldn't get past many of the levels. Oh, yeah, because they, like,
0: revive enemies and stuff. They revive enemies, yes.
1: So, like, it's either take out the one that's throwing fire at you constantly and putting putting you on fire so then you're losing health every turn, or take out the enemy that keeps reviving the, the fire. So, like, I just couldn't. I got... I just couldn't get through the game, so I just kind of stopped. I found it frustrating. Yeah. I also have been playing Strange Brigade.
0: That sounds really familiar.
1: It's a third-person shooter.
0: Oh, I do not know, I guess, though. Uh, it,
1: it's a third-person shooter. I can't remember the studio. I think it's Rebellion. <laughs> uh, it's the same studio that makes Sniper Elite 4, the Sniper Elite series. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Sniper Elite series is. I liked four. I wasn't crazy about this. It just felt like a very generic third-person shooter. Okay. Uh, I played Grip for a little while. Tried oh, that. That is either. It's a racing game. Okay. That just uh, that just recently. Oh, Grid. Up. Grid. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's Grid.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, Grid is weird. Uh, yeah, I don't like... it's okay,
1: but like. There's a better racing game that I played this year yeah. that kind of ruined mm-hmm. racing games for me for a little while. Yeah. And then the final game I've been playing is Battle Royale Tycoon. What? It is, what? <laughs> it is a game that just dropped on the 10th. It's an okay. early access. And it is... They call it Battle Royale, but it's not really that... It's more like a battle arena tycoon where you, like, have your own park. And then you just create these, like, shooting areas where your guests come in and they, like, kind of just, like, play these different games. So, like, there's, like, one where they can duel each other. There is a Battle Royale area where it's uh, 15 people all competing against each other. Mm -hmm. There's Team Deathmatch. It is early access it's very early access i typically don't jump into early access and this is like a really like as i said it just started just a couple days ago uh i do think i've never really paid attention to like the comments and things that people leave for early access but just some of it it's like people don't understand what they're going for yeah because because people are complaining they're like people don't die in this game why don't they die and the guy's like, well, it is, you know, it's meant to be like a park, like a theme park. If people legitimately die, that's not a great way to... to make money. Yes. Yeah. So so then people are like, oh, it should just be paintball. Which I guess, like, in theory, but, like, it's just a video game. Like, it doesn't...
0: Yeah. It, I mean, it could be for all you guys. Yes. Hey, it,
1: it does. So, basically, you just you're building these areas you're hiring people and then you're there's also three different types of guns there's pistols shotguns and rifles so uh one thing that kind of sucks is you can only put one type of like gun in each building or what area
2: mm-hmm.
1: and each person kind of has like their own preference of like the gun and then also like the game play as well so you basically have to have like a team death match three different team deathmatches like buildings one for pistols one for rifles one for shotguns so i've just been kind of dicking around with it for the last 10 hours i just kind of wanted something basic and simple so okay it's all right it's yeah. a it's a tycoon game yeah sweet yeah so that's that's what i've been playing these last two weeks uh
0: i have basically only been playing three things uh two uh persona 3 dancing in starlight and persona 5 dancing in moonlight both came out uh the uh, last tuesday tuesday before last um and they are persona rhythm games just like persona 4 dancing all night was it is literally the exact same gameplay there are six things on the outer edge up left down triangle circle and x and stars fly out of the center of the screen and you have to time it with uh the button press to when it reaches the circle that has the button in it uh sometimes you have to hold notes sometimes you have to double tap uh and it's a fairly simple rhythm game um it never like it gets pretty difficult um i can consistently do it up to hard the all night difficulty is like, I don't understand, and it breaks my brain. Um, but I am able, I still was able to platinum the Persona 3 1 because I totally cheated, sort of. You can use support modifiers to make it so that you can push any button mm-hmm. uh, to do it. So then also, you can make it auto do some things. So, in order to unlock the dancers, I would need to get the platinum i had to cheese those levels you just have to beat them you mm-hmm. don't have to get a good score or anything so it like removes all your score when you have the support modifiers on um, alternatively you can use challenge modifiers to increase the score but sky sc- I- score doesn't really seem to matter and i don't really care
1: are the there are there
0: scoreboards there are I, but i'm not competing with the world's best rhythm game players on the leaderboards so
1: i can you compete against like your own friends list
0: uh, I mean, in theory, you—I don't know that you can sort it by that, but well, that's kind of. I mean, they, I looked at them all at once because it, it right. didn't matter. So, and also, no one I know will be playing this game. So. Right. I was just
1: wondering if, like, because like that—that that would be what you'd want to be doing—is competing. Like, you would like, haha, Scott, I be gotcha. you, yeah, type of but, thing. But
0: um, and so I do like these better than Persona Four Dancing All Night because the story mode in that was like a way too long visual novel and like when you're trying to play a a rhythm game it's just annoying to have to go through like 40 minutes of dialogue before you can just play a song and then that takes two minutes and then you're like 40 more minutes to an hour of dialogue of a story that's not that good. They replace that in this by doing it sort of like regular Persona games do, where you have social links with people. Mm -hmm. Um, So by completing certain tasks, you'll unlock the next level of their social link, and then it is you interact with the, the person. And it is usually, in general, they act like they do in the game. So the Persona 3 one, I beat it, and I got the platinum, and I like those characters a lot. And they seem to do well by those characters. The issue that they had in Persona 4 Dancing All Night and all the spinoffs other than Persona 4 is... Each character generally has, like, a quirk. And for some reason in the spinoffs, they take that quirk and then, like, crank it all the way up to 11 so that it's annoying. Um, the characters in the 3 did not seem to have that. But in 5, holy shit, man. Some of those characters I find to be unbearable. Like, Futaba she her whole thing is like she likes anime and is into gaming but she's like sort of also a shut in for reasons that are explained in the story of that game but just like literally any sentence is just like the cringiest fucking oh man totally i'm so lee gamer speak and i just want to die every time because i really like that character and they really fucked her up good um because of where it takes place in relation to the third game. It has to take place before the ending of the third game.
1: Wait, the fifth
0: does? No, no, the the Persona 3 did. Oh, okay. like. It takes place before the ending of the third game mm-hmm. for reasons that I can't really explain. Uh, and so it's cool to see those characters interact and have like heartfelt interactions about how good of friends they had become. And they don't seem to really lean into their quirks as much and it was just overall it was pretty good so you you complete the basically after seeing enough social events uh the game is beaten quote unquote Mm -hmm. and then you just kind of watch a scene and it's whatever but uh the remixes are all very good in persona 3 dancing in moonlight because that game was more hip-hop to begin with. So when you remix a hip-hop song, usually it sounds pretty good. And I just really like the regular songs in that. Um, Five, I don't like quite as much because a lot of those songs are pretty slow jazz in some cases, even though I still really like the music in Five. I thought that that would be really conducive to remixes. And I don't know what happened, man, but some of the remixes are not good. Mm. And I really like the song Rivers in the Desert but there are more songs in your fucking game. There are, like, five or six remixes of this one song in a game where you have, like, 25 songs. So, like, it was just like, boy, Mm -hmm. did we need another remix of (laughs) Rivers in the Desert? And there were a couple songs from that game that didn't get represented at all. Mm -hmm. And they were selling DLC. I did not purchase it. I probably will, uh, because it's, like, $25 for 30-some songs. The DLC you play it unlocks it for both games which is dumb because i just want it in one of them like i would probably play it in the persona 3 game even though it doesn't matter at all it, uh, but you have to download just, what it for both versions of the game
1: is three all blue it is so you would you would you prefer that over i assume all red with persona 5 mm-hmm.
0: P- i saw people saying they prefer to play the dlc in five because it's easier to see the notes sometimes mm. the blue gets kind of weird with some of the colors of hold notes and things it didn't bother me very much but i'm also not playing on the hardest difficulty so um but if if you like it's weird because normally this is the kind of thing where i'd say if you like persona you should get this Mm -hmm. or if you like rhythm games you should get this that is not the case you i would only recommend this to people if they both like persona and rhythm games because it is both meshed in a way that like it's not great as a rhythm game on its own because there's not enough songs in it to be that way and then if you just like persona you're just getting these visual novel-esque scenes Mm. really quick and then if you don't give a fuck about the rhythm games like it's not even gameplay so i think you would have to like both of them that makes sense um but i do enjoy them both i will platinum the fifth one as well uh, I just think it's not as good overall. Like, in terms of the characters and the music, there's just something as weird about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Other than that, I played Super Smash Bros. Ultimate a lot. It is basically just Smash 4, but faster, and you can side-dodge like you could in Melee, and it's really good, and I like it a lot. Everybody's here. All the characters are here.
1: Yeah. I, I will um, say... I had probably the best experience playing it when playing like any Smash game. Yeah. I probably the the one time I did play this, mm-hmm. just because like I never really found a character that I liked before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I need a character that has like great recovery, but then also hits hard. Mm-hmm. And because like I I I'm not very good, so like I can just kind of like. At least just walk up randomly and hit a button and then get a, get a couple kills. Because what ends up happening, like, what ended up happening when we were playing, I was kind of, like, the third wheel type of thing. Like, you and Jumbo were fighting, mm-hmm. and then I, I was just kind of, like, the guy that you don't quite know what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Because, I, I mean, I'm just really bad at Smash in general. But with Captain K. Rule I, I was able to at least have some fun, and he has great recovery.
0: Yeah, so that's one of the things I think is cool, is there were 11 new characters. Some of them you can't actually call new, because they're just clones, like Daisy, right. Dark Samus, and Ken. And I, I guess Richter is the same as Simon, even though Simon's a new character. That all the brand brand new characters are super unique. Like yes. they are not like the rest of the cast. K. Rule is vastly different than most other people. The Inklings are fucking so good, and they are uh, they're very interesting. Simon and Richter they're also pretty unique. They have a bunch of like Castlevania special moves and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, Isabelle is sort of similar to the villager, but she has differences enough that make her unique. And it makes me excited for the five DLC characters. I even the piranha plant before those five DLC characters, because they said that all five of the characters are going to be unique. They're not going to be echo fighters or anything, um, which would have been a really easy cop-out for them to do. Mm. Uh, But they, they're not going that route. And I, hopefully they're all as unique and fun as these characters are. I right now, I'm currently not using any of the new characters, uh, because I wanted to try to learn Captain Falcon, and I don't know how long that will last, so I might switch to Richter. But I, I, I like it overall. Um, some stuff is weird about it, like I like Cloud was a DLC character in the last game, but Final Fantasy literally is hardly represented at all. Mm-hmm. Um, there are literally two Final Fantasy songs in the game, and his stage and him and nothing else they removed the me costumes that had to do with final fantasy from the last game in the single player you collect spirits and they're from all kinds of games all kinds of characters. not a single final fantasy spirit hmm. in all of it and yeah normally you can unlock more music like we fit has 10 songs by default Final Fantasy VII, from a franchise filled with music that is recognizable by a lot of people, hundreds and hundreds of songs, has literally two. Hmm. And I find it to be really weird that they there's just no representation. Maybe Square was a huge pain in the ass to work with uh, for that kind of thing. So that kind of is a bummer, because I would have liked to... I, just more music from that series would have been really cool yeah because it seems way underrepresented like fucking mega man another third party character has eight hundred thousand music tracks pac-man has a bunch simon and richter Mm -hmm. salt snake like they all have sonic sonic has so much music oh my god but yeah and that's one of my favorite parts is like collecting the music tracks and stuff like that so when i was like oh there's two of these
1: can't wait to unlock more and then i looked it up and i was like oh Mm. got them yeah because i'm just trying to think like I mean, Square does not is not in a position of power. No, so I don't know if they just like didn't
0: give a shit or like didn't want to do it because he was a DLC character in the last one or what happened there. Hmm. But it just seems very strange, right? Um,
1: How many Street Fighter songs did they do they have?
0: You can you think of a Street Fighter song that was in Street Fighter Two because it's in here. They They literally literally have because Ryu was a uh, he was a he was a DLC character and then they added Ken. But, like, there are so many. And I right. have, like, every Street Fighter 2 character as a spirit. What I think is crazy is it's not even just, like, Cammy's stage music. It's Cammy stage music variation A and variation mm. B. I got both of DJ's themes. Like, there's so many. And Final
1: Fantasy was shafted. That's that's very odd. Yeah, I find it's I feel like that's got to be more square than Nintendo. Oh,
0: definitely. I I bet you anything. Um,
1: Because Nintendo wouldn't put in all that work for everything else. And and then then be like, like, what's up? Here's this. Final (laughs) Fantasy VII, one of the most popular games of all time. Go fuck yourselves. I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because the stage is cool.
0: Both of the songs are all right. Right. But they're the two songs you hear in the game most often. Mm Because it's the regular battle music and regular boss music. And it's just like, all right, cool, I guess. That's very odd. Um, But we have, like, 900 variations of the mm. 1-1 Mario theme. Like, okay, cool. Um, so I like collecting the music. The single player is interesting. You, They got rid of stickers and trophies and put them both into one thing called spirits. And you, it's basically their way of trying to put characters in the game that didn't make it. So they each have, like, a, say, for example, I got Akuma earlier. And the Akuma spirit is equipped to Ryu, and he's colored sort of like Akuma, and he just has some special abilities and you fight like that. So they do that with there's uh, twelve hundred and ninety
1: five spirits total and you can attack now there's like it's confusing because there's like spirits, and then there's like the ability there's sub spirits well. as well. so those are okay. support those are
0: support spirits. The primary spirits are what you equip and give you your attack value and your defense value, mm. and then the you can depending on how many slots they have, they have one to
1: three support slots. So you always want to if you want to go with the three, then right?
0: usually if you can, um, and then you like they'll some stages will be like ah oh, the floor is electrified and you can equip a spirit that negates that and mm. doesn't matter to you and there's there's so many there's so many different variations of things that can happen some will heal you it's, they just get rid of stage hazards things like that they can all level up from 1 to 99 some of them can evolve when they hit level 99 and then they're way stronger
1: and these are the spirits yep and, they're, and can you level up any spirit to make it so like it opens up more slots or are they all permanently so like
0: so if you can evolve a spirit and it has like two slots generally the once you evolve it it'll have three
1: But you have to get that to 99 and then level it up? And then level it up again, How long does it take? Uh, It's not that bad. There's like a dojo
0: that you can just leave the spirits in, kind of like a Pokemon daycare Mm. in Pokemon, and they level up to 99 by the time I get back from work in most cases. Oh, okay. Um, And also, you get these things called spirit snacks, and you can feed them, and... it's so easy to level them up. Like, if you feed them the largest one, they go from 1 to 50 or something. Mm. It costs spirit points that you collect throughout the thing, but now that I beat the single-player mode, um, that's trivial. Like, it doesn't matter.
1: Can you apply spirits to the multiplayer?
0: You can. You can set the rule set to turn it on if you want to do that and do that. Um, The single-player is cool. I think it is way too long, and there was no payoff at the end like it just kind of you beat the final enemies and then it's like all right cool here's the credits and so anyone who is worried about being spoiled for the world of light, like, I wish I was because I would have stopped playing it sooner, I think. Wow. Uh, because it's just like at a certain point, it's just like you're grinding over and over against these hundreds and hundreds of enemies that never really get any harder, only like artificially through like some stupid bullshit mechanic of like the world's strongest assist trophy is there and they constantly kill you mm. or you take a hundred percentage at random. Just, like, weird bullshit things near the end that are, like, well, this is less fun and more just, like, I have to try to trick my way through this, almost. Right. Um, And then the final thing was, like, not that compelling, I don't think. The concept of the spirits is cool. I just think in execution it was done really poorly. And the main reason you want to see that is because you like seeing Mario interact with fucking Solid Snake or whatever, which happened in the Brawl cinematics. But there, like, weren't really anything outside of the beginning of the game and the end, and even then the characters don't really interact.
1: So it was just very weird. Yeah, it just... Do you think you would have preferred more cutscenes and stuff? I would have enjoyed it more, but I don't know that that would have made it better. That's what I'm I'm wondering, because like, you're saying it probably was 40 hours, and then I'm imagining like a half hour more of cutscenes, or even an hour more of
0: cutscenes. That and... would have been okay. I mean, it would have added something to it at least, to yes. be like, oh, this is like a carrot on a stick to keep going, but in the end there ended up being like, oh, okay. It's still a cool mode, and I, I like the game overall. Like, I think it is way more fun to play than Smash 4. Um, the DLC characters prove to only be fucking wild, which we'll talk about later. Piranha Plant comes out in February. I assume the character after that will come out in, like, April or May. And then there's four more after that. Uh, and it, it seems cool. I'll keep playing it, and I'm going to keep trying to unlock all the music. Mm-hmm uh i might try to go through classic mode with all 73 characters but i'll probably give up a quarter of the way through and there's challenges like there used to be there's just so much content in this that it is hard to talk about all of it um but it is just like if you like smash brothers this definitely is more of that um but also just as a nintendo museum piece like with all the music and all the stages there's 103 stages in the fucking game like we literally did random for 20 hours straight and didn't see every stage Mm -hmm. i like there are still stages that i literally have not played on and i think that that's crazy like there's there's so much to it you once you unlock all the characters like you just look at the characters select screen and i'm just like (laughs) so overwhelmed like what am i what is happening right 73
1: man (laughs) Ridiculous. would you say that this is the second best smash brothers game
0: uh yeah i would um because i still really like playing melee right. but i this one is definitely the next best one in my opinion so yeah smash is cool yeah yeah all right and so
1: you want to move on to the kind of funny game showcase yes uh We've got three parts today. We're splitting the game awards and the kind of funny, so we'll move into the kind of funny. Now, there were, what, 70 game trailers? There were 70
0: game trailers. Most of them were indie trailers. Uh, So if you don't know, Greg Miller runs uh, Kind of Funny Games, the website, and he decided that since there was no PlayStation experience this year, he wanted to have something where smaller indie games could get their big ups outside of the game awards, and so he reached out to a bunch of developers and he assumed that he was going to get like a 10-15 minute showcase thing with trailers and he ended up getting like 70 games and like an hour's worth of stuff to show. I was
1: going to say, I think it was like, I think it was like 65 to 70 hours or 70 minutes, 65 to 70 minutes.
0: Uh, And so it's weird because I watched this whole thing. Right. But I did not internalize a lot of this. So there were a bunch of indie games that I thought looked cool, and I think I actually I wrote them down in the notes of my phone because I wanted to look them up more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some of them were just being announced, and there was a whole bunch of weird right. stuff. Um, and, yeah, so it's a bunch of smaller games that I didn't mm-hmm. internalize a lot of them, but you wrote down some here that you found interesting.
1: I did. I uh, The first one... I. I kind of just wrote down in various ways. The first one that I thought was interesting was a game called At Sundown, which was, they advertised it as that hide-and-seek shooter.
0: Yeah, and they had clips of them playing it yes. a lot, so they must have played it a bunch of times, like had an early build of mm-hmm. it, which I thought was
1: interesting. I This game, I just kind of wrote it down because it seemed like a fun game for us. Uh, for extra life yeah this just seemed like a really good extra life game for us something that we could just kind of dick around and have some fun for an hour yeah yeah uh that was the same for another game that i wrote down the turbo lance yeah where, i do remember this one where you're lancing yeah. on motorcycles uh-huh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, it there's not a lot to say because like that's all the trailer was is just lancing on motorcycles um the the when skis go long, ski lifts go wrong. That seemed like just an interesting I don't
0: remember this one.
1: That was like a like a tycoon builder. Okay. And like but you're just like purposely trying to like have things just kinda of break and just it's kinda of like in roller coaster tycoon when you build a roller coaster, but you're trying to make just it so like, that it kills all the people it, yes. on it. Okay. That's what this game is. Um I wrote down the moving out. I uh, do this, remember that. This seems really weird. This kind of gave me an overcooked vibe. Sort of, yeah. I, and it, this one seemed more like it would be fun for just you and I on like weekends if we're looking for something, something to play. Like yeah. a good co-op experience. That seemed like uh, fun. And, I mean, you're furniture arrangement and re- relocation technicians <laughs> maybe. so <laughs> we're farts. Yeah. We're farts um occupation i wrote this one down just because it seems interesting i don't remember this one either this is where you're the investigative
0: reporter uh See the one I remember was the frog one where you're in, you're a frog detective mm-hmm. and you do that and I it's weird because I had heard someone talk about that before right on a podcast mm-hmm. and I want to check that out
1: yeah as well. for me like I I love like CSI and I love Sherlock Holmes and mm-hmm. I love just kind of like detective just various detective like TV shows and movies but I've never really liked video games that do it because, interesting I usually do because they're just they just feel too gamey, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, there's just some, there's a disconnect there where like the movies and TV shows just feel completely different than like the video games themselves. Mm-hmm. So this is just one that I kind of want to keep an eye on and just see how they do it. Because a lot of times it's just like, do your video game vision easily see the clues. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, it's kind of brainless a lot of times. Yeah. So I, I want something that that's a little bit harder which i think that like overdin game is like that is yeah. but like i've heard that's that may be a little too hard for me
0: mm. yeah i don't know
1: cuz i've heard like that's a pretty difficult puzzle game it is yeah so i i don't know and then the last one that interested me was Judgment.
0: Which is Project Judge in Japan, the next game from the Yakuza team. Which
1: I am disappointed that they are not calling it Project Judge.
0: I am not. They needed to localize that name, I think, because
1: what the fuck does that mean? Judgment is just so bland It's the
0: same thing. Like, Project Judge sounds like what they would have named the project when they were developing it before they thought of a name. But it sounds... It, I
1: don't know, it makes it me It sounds laugh. too anime and I'm <laughs>
0: glad they changed it. But so what I thought was weird was like this is a pretty big announcement for something like this yes. to announce that they're actually localizing it, which like obviously they would because Yakuza has sound such a strong foothold in the West recently. But then they dubbed it was fucking dubbed in English.
1: Yeah, I was watching it and I was like, "Ooh, I don't and like" And it was this. like pretty rough
0: and it was just like every other fucking dub of a Japanese game where the mouths didn't even try to match. No. And it won't in the final game either. No. I can always guarantee it. Because it would take way too much work because of the amount of mocap that the studio uses for their people. There better be there, there has to be Japanese voices. But I, like it's not even to me that it's like I am outraged that it is in English. I just don't understand it. Because the first two Yakuza games when they came out here originally were on PS2 and they were dubbed... And people really didn't like that, and they had removed a bunch of content to try to make it fit with the English voices and things like that, and it just didn't really work out, and that, as we all know, that series didn't take off until very recently, and they started re-releasing them over here, but with Japanese-only voices, and it makes sense for a game in Japan... About these Japanese characters, and it's not like games like Yokai Watch and Phoenix Wright, where they're all text-based mm-hmm. and they just say like, "Oh, just kidding, this is the U.S., not Japan." But they are literally in Japan. Yeah, like it is a Japanese city here, and so there's there's no way to mask that. Mm-hmm. Like Persona does that, where they're like, oh, "Yes, this is Japan, and we're using all these Japanese things in it because it is literally taking place in Japan." Right. That's like if there was a game that took place in America. In Japan, I would expect it to have English voice acting and like be faithful to American culture in the same way. Whereas this just seems strange.
1: It, it just it felt off.
0: Yeah, and it's like it's about the Japanese legal system. Right. I mean, so is Phoenix Right. but like right. It it is about that, and it is very like capped and mm. they're
1: all very clearly Japanese actors and things like that. And it is, I, it's very strange. Right. In in any time. Even when it's in English, when the mouths are not matching it up to the It jothers me so it, much. It, it, me too. And like just watching it, I was just like, I don't like this. Because it it takes me out of the world rather than kind of brings me in more. Mm.
0: And I'm sure that they will have the Japanese voices. It just... I, I find it to be so odd that it was yeah. in English. And it also seems like it would be so much more localization work for them.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, it'd be more work and I kind of wonder how many people are gonna do the english version if there is a japanese version as well because
0: normally i will any game that comes out here and has dual voices i will just play in english usually this might be the one of the only ones where i actually do switch Mm -hmm. to japanese just because of the i yeah i don't know it just seems so strange especially after having played yakuza for all those years right and this and yeah
1: did they announce a date? I didn't catch that. I was more distracted uh, I by think the... it was
0: summer of 2019. Okay. So.
1: Because, like, I've played four Yakuza games in the last, like, year and a half.
0: Yeah, they actually had to develop this one more, though. I think mm-hmm. it took longer. I think it comes out in Japan in a couple months, but it probably will come out here uh, in the summer. I think they're trying to lessen the gap between the two releases Mm -hmm. which is cool um so the two things that i would have thought of that we did not list on this list the first one is a game that i've been looking forward to for like four or five years an indie game called y2k developed by ox studios and he it was these two brothers and they had a really rough time it is it is a turn-based rpg that is drawing a lot of inspiration from earthbound um, and it takes place in, like, modern day. Well, not anymore. Now it's, like, 2015 it takes place in. But um, mm. they their mom passed away, and they had a really rough time with that, and so they didn't work on the game as much. And then when they came back to it, they ended up redoing a lot of it. So it was supposed to come out, like, two or three years ago, and it just hasn't. And I, I still follow them on Twitter all the time. And leading up to the Kind of Funny Game Showcase, they were tweeting about like oh we're gonna tweet like a fact a day counting down to the release date announcement and at first I didn't realize that that was the kind of funny showcase date um, but they did announce there that it will be January 14th so pretty soon um, I thought that they were gonna be one of the games that released on that day but then he kept tweeting about man it would really suck to compete with Smash and I was like well that's the day after Smash so right. I guess you're not releasing it that day um, and it's they're really pushing it for Switch. But I will probably get it on PS4 or PC, which is weird. I People seem really excited about the Switch version of it because mm-hmm. it's like a pretty meaty indie RPG, probably like 30, right. 40 hours long. Um, so I'm excited to play that. And the other thing that was big but I wasn't necessarily interested in is that Skybound Games is actually taking over uh, the final season of The Walking Dead. Right. Um, and, it, yeah, they're putting out Episode 3. They have the same voice actors and everything, and they got as many telltale devs as they could mm-hmm. i don't necessarily know what that means i know some of them had moved on to other jobs uh right. or they might not have been able to hire all of them but they hired a, a, a decent chunk of people i think it was like 50 or 60 people and they're continuing to work on that so it is cool for fans that uh that will actually be finished mm-hmm. and that was supposed to be the end of the series anyways so that that's cool yeah. and that skybound is the walking dead studio that uh I can't think of his first name, but Kirkman, the dude who writes The Walking Dead. Uh, Oh. It it is his game studio, so Mm -hmm. it's you know under the Walking Dead umbrella. Mm -hmm. That's cool for people who still care about that. I played the first season, really liked it, and then I did
1: not play the second one, even though I bought it. I did not, like... I started playing the second one, and it did something that I just didn't like. Mm -hmm. Um... There was a moment where you meet a dog and I was like, oh yeah, oh, I'm no. going gonna, gonna to have a dog friend for this game, which was my fault. And <laughs> yep. then like something happened and then you had to like kick the dog oh, no. and it went flying and then all of a sudden you hear whimpering, but it was like off screen. So I was like, I'm going to have to walk up to this, see that this dog is like mangled and then my options are to kill it. Or let it just die, or at least that's kind of what I figured. And I was just like, I do not have it in me to do this, <laughs> and I stopped playing.
0: Yeah, and I don't even know what the third season was. Like, I don't know if you
1: still played as Clementine, and that's it's as all well. Clementine because I because now she has like that kid. She does. So I assume you meet the kid probably in the third season. I, wouldn't that make sense i don't know or she hooks up with someone in the third season i don't think she actually ha- I, I don't know if the kid is actually hers
0: i don't know that's what yeah, it. yeah I, I I, that would I make don't. sense because then the trailer they were drawing parallels to lee or whatever mm. and he was not actually her dad right i i don't know um so that that's cool and that, yes that's a kind of funny showcase so which i
1: guess the other thing they did like a breakdown of anthem
0: yeah but then they like didn't show it and we're like oh you could go watch it on youtube and i was like i don't want to see this i just want to play this game which i think that comes out in january too
1: doesn't it no i think that's february Oh, like, very early in the year, oh I mean, a lot seems to be coming out. In January, yeah, man. In early on, because... But it doesn't
0: matter, because I'll be playing Kingdom Hearts.
1: Kingdom Hearts, the Anthem's coming out. I mean, there's, like, three games. In and, like, like, Devil May Cry comes out ugh. in March, which, that, that is, like, a
0: normal release time for those types of games. Uh, early spring, usually. Fe- February 22nd. But yeah, it's weird, because normally there is that huge drought between, like, November and about march and april right and that is no longer happening games release year round now and so i never get to take a break unless there's just a huge slew of games that i think look like shit and i don't want to play you get a,
1: I, I got a good break in the summer this I did year not.
0: i mean i kind of did but then i bought hyrule warriors so i did not take a break
1: i mean like i didn't take a break that's usually when i play like older games yeah
0: i I'm... i guess there was a point last year when i played the original kingdom hearts again i don't remember when that was but
1: Yeah, because Kingdom Hearts is the 29th 29th of January. That's right. Crackdown 3 and the new Far Cry game that we'll talk about are both coming out on the 15th. Jump Force. Crackdown 3, Far Cry, New Dawn, and Metro Exodus are all coming out on the 15th of January. Or February. Okay. And Anthem is coming out like a week later. Interesting. So, I mean, Yes.
0: Yeah, there's a lot coming out in the beginning of the year. Which, the weird.
1: interesting thing there is, I feel like there's a lot of crossover between those three games. Crackdown, Probably. Far Cry, and Metro. Because they're all shooters. I mean, two of them are first person, and one is a third person, so...
0: Yeah, I don't know about that.
1: Which, I mean, Crackdown 3... This is gonna suck. Yes.
0: It's gonna be so bad, Matt. Yes. Yes all right so we will move on to the game awards now Jeff yes. Keeley's
1: uh yearly award show I wrote down the awards first just figuring like sadly enough the award show the big thing is not the awards no it's, definitely not it's uh, the announcements it's just kind of the the nature of the the business I guess and really I mean like you look at the Emmys and like all those their ratings are going down. So it kind of makes you wonder do you think they're going to do a similar thing where they start throwing in a lot more trailers? Possibly. To yeah, try to get. Something like that, try to get people back on board. Oh, right. Get more viewership. Yeah. But. Uh, so I just kind of. I didn't even write down all the awards. I just thought the ones that, you know, could be mentioned or that we kind of cared about, I guess. So, yeah. Uh, best narrative was Red Dead.
0: And I don't know that i necessarily agree with that it was very good but mm-hmm. the games that it went up against like god of war also had a very good narrative so i don't know the narrative in red dead is very good it mm-hmm. also like stumbles a lot in the middle section whereas i feel god of war had less kind of chaff in it like it was just more of a straight like uh, father-son bonding time story whereas Red Dead kind of struggles sometimes. It is a very good story, and I did like it, but I don't know that I liked it more than God of War.
1: Which ending do you think was better? I mean, I know Uh, it's hard to compare those two, but...
0: I guess the actual ending of Red Dead Mm -hmm. in that case, because I felt more emotionally attached to that ending, whereas like God of War was kind of more of a setup for another
1: game. You know what I mean? Um, I, I mean, like, the whole big thing was kind of, like, Far Cry 4, where it was just, like, spreading your mother's ashes or, you know, at that well, yeah, specific Well, yeah, but then, like, location. the
0: actual, like, ending, ending is, like, oh, shit, there's, like, all these other gods out there. Was that, it's do that you think, thing.
1: do you consider that the ending or, like, the... Well, because epilogue. there's, a-
0: after you, like, do the, the task that you set out to do, there is still, like, more to it. Like, they still... Interact, I guess. And then, like, they want you to go home and Mm. see that whole thing. So I guess I would consider, like, that whole part to be the ending, which to me, like, it does... It is pretty good and emotional, but it also is setting up for something else. Right. Like, it will continue, whereas Red Dead, it will not. No. There will be no continue from the true end, the real ending, not the ending of the epilogue. And even the ending of the epilogue, I really liked,
1: so... Because that was... I mean that I mean it was a prequel, so like yeah. people had a pretty good idea how it was going to end.
0: Yes. And so it is I, I did like Red Dead. So right. I th- I think if we're looking at like just the ending, then I liked Red Dead more, but if we're looking at it as a whole, mm-hmm. I think God of War was a better cohesive narrative as a whole. So.
1: And then then pretty much right after that, it was either right after or right before. Yeah, they they did the Vesta voice actor, which was roger clark morgan. for arthur
0: morgan and i do think that that is the case it's hard for me to say that kratos was because he's done that for so
1: many no this was, his it was first a one. new guy it was a different guy He sounds exactly the same he really doesn't i don't know about that it will have to do like like it you it's noticeable okay um i think he did a great job I still don't think it was the best, but he I didn't play right. He, he
0: also he doesn't have like a range of motion, like you no. know what I mean. Like he is like gruff dad. Like it's awesome when he says boy, but like right. there is not a whole lot of like emotion to his acting. I you know will I mean? say
1: he did a great job of subtly. He got a little bit warmer to yeah. Atreus, but personally, me, if I think Atreus did a better job, the kid did yeah. a better job as like a voice actor. Yeah i guess i was just more impressed but i still think it was the the lady from assassin's creed but i didn't play uh red dead so it's yeah
0: arthur me. has like in literally an infinite amount of dialogue basically and like none of it really seemed like he was phoning in it at all mm-hmm. and he was hiding his accent the entire time he right. did that and it's like how do you do that what is happening? Ah, uh,
1: yeah. I mean, I heard that, I mean, like, just like they did with Spider-Man, they did, like, two different takes depending on the situation. I mean, I heard that depending on, if if you're riding next to someone on a horse, you're both on horses, depending on how far away you are... It's different. It, it, they could be yelling, or you could. it just could be just regular talking. I mean, they did a great job with it, and he did a great job with it, so... Yeah. I I just didn't play it, so it's hard for me to... The champion champion no
0: yeah i did i enjoyed Mm. his performance very much
1: uh uh the best action game dead cells that is
0: true that that holds true i think if that didn't win i was gonna riot because it plays so smoothly like it is Mm. the best right i love it
1: i don't even know what it went up against but it doesn't who cares it doesn't doesn't matter
0: matter. it was gonna dumpster it no matter what is the best feeling game i've played in a very long time like it just feels so natural and it works so well Mm -hmm. so right it deserved it and then we had best rpg (laughs) which was monster hunter and you fucking know what it's not an rpg so i uh i don't get it Mm -hmm. like i get that now every game has rpg elements but i still would not consider monster hunter to be an rpg
1: i i said it before assassin's creed is more of an rpg
0: Whatever. Monster Hunter's a good game. It mm-hmm. won an award. That's cool. Yeah. Not, maybe not the right one, but we'll, uh, sure. Yeah, I don't
1: know how. I don't know how that, that happened. Yeah, it beat actual RPGs. That's what I, just, I don't get. Well, I don't understand, like, because, like, I watched an interview with him, and he talked about how, like, he comes up with all these, like, comes up with the titles in each, like, group. Every year there's the best RPG, like, Who did he talk to that was just like, yeah, Monster Hunter's an RPG? Because because you can say, like, oh, Western uh, journalists, they don't know what they're doing. But, like, Western journalists know what an RPG is.
0: Yes, and they're, like... Fucking Octopath Traveler is a literal turn-based RPG. Dragon Mm -hmm. Quest XI is a literal turn-based
1: RPG. Valkyrie Chronicles. Valkyria
0: Chronicles is more of a strategy game, but I still will take it. Right, right. Especially over Monster Hunter. And then fucking, like, Path of Exiles, sure, it's a Western RPG. It's not turn-based. It's more action-y. But, like, they were all actual rpgs other than mm. monster hunter and some oh, destiny i think was the other one which like destiny also more of an rpg than monster right. hunter because you're getting those weapons and leveling up whereas in monster hunter you're not leveling up your mm-hmm. armor is the only thing that you're changing and monster hunter is more about being an action game like your stats don't matter as much as your physical skill actions
1: well that and it's more your just armor
0: yeah So I I find it to be really strange. It is. So whatever. It won that. Best strategy game, Into the Breach. I still have not played this, but people really like Into the Breach. I played it. It's good. It is a strategy game. It is. Yeah. So it won the category of which Mm -hmm. it actually is a game.
1: I, I don't know. I think there probably were better ones. I thought it was okay. I thought it was good, but not great. But as we said before... I don't think I'm smart enough for it. it It feels like like the Austin Walker game of the year
0: Yeah That's probably true uh, um,
1: The best esports car- uh, player I just thought this was really funny
0: He, I mean, he. listen <laughs> Sonic Fox deserved it yes. I never would have thought in a million years that it would be a fighting game player Personally, mm-hmm. I would have preferred Tokido But Sonic Fox this year was really big He won Evo
1: mm-hmm. and Dragon Ball Fighters with his sweet side switch he uh, see, I think that's what won it for him because I think a lot of a lot of like the Western journalists, because I think that's where he gets a lot of like, because that's makes up I think ninety percent of the vote. Yeah. So I think of like people like Giant Bomb, they don't really follow a lot of esports, but they almost all of them watch Evo.
0: Yeah, and like I people just know who Sonic Fox is because.
1: He's the especially
0: the... in today's climate. He's the he is gay and he
1: says he's a furry. Whether that's true or not, mm-hmm. he he's the kid that wins pretty much like all Mortal he's, Kombat. He's yes.
0: super young. He wins all Mortal Kombat games, all Injustice games, all Dead or Alive games. He's doing really well at DBZ. If he picks up other games, he still competes at a reasonable level. Like mm-hmm. he is a really. Good up and coming player. Right. I guess you can't even call him up and coming anymore because he's been playing since he was like 13 or some
1: shit. And you can't even call him up and coming because he's probably the best.
0: Yeah. So it, I mean, like, it makes sense. And he has done a lot. He's one of the only players that Echo Fox didn't drop. He consistently puts up mm-hmm. first place tournament wins. Like he, right. he did a lot this year, and I think probably what actually made him win this is because it was Dragon Ball Fighters. That's because what I, yeah. way more people pay attention to Dragon Ball Fighters than any other game right now. I
1: mean, it was the premier game at Evo.
0: Definitely, and people just know what Dragon mm-hmm. Ball is, and so by virtue of that. I think that's why he won that. Whereas, like, Tokido plays only Street Fighter, and, like, regular humans don't know who's winning Street Fighter.
1: Right. Which, I mean, Tokido did also win. He won Evo. Evo. But I'm just thinking, like, the journalists, they're like, oh, I watched Evo. I remember that Sonic Fox kid. He's the kid that, you know, did the side switch, won Dragon Ball. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I, I just think that's what kind of pushed him over the top. And, um,. Now, what I found interesting about this year, and I think you probably had a similar reaction, seeing Red Dead early on win all these awards, I was like, oh my god, this is Red Dead's just going to steamroll everything. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, God of War won Best Game Direction. Which, I get that one, because...
0: I think the only other game that could have beaten it would have been Spider-Man. Right. Because you can't say that Red Dead wins for best game direction because they had all those scandals about how shitty the work conditions were, about how they were working 100-hour work weeks. Uh, You can't say that it was Detroit Become Human because David Cage seems like a human criminal and their work conditions were shitty. Mm -hmm. He did not do a good job directing the game. Whereas, like, Corey Barlog and the direction of the God of War team were like very good about the whole thing and people knew all about Corey and how emotional
1: he was about it well that and like he set out his goal was to make the just one cut and they did that yes i mean he tried it at crystal dynamics with tomb raider yeah and crystal dynamics was like yeah good luck with that yeah (laughs) And, and so i mean i think he worked at santa monica before left and went worked at uh, crystal dynamics and then crystal dynamics were like yeah good luck with that whole one one cut one yeah. cut so then he went back to santa monica and i guess they made him like the the lead creative director the lead guy and, yeah i mean he got to prove that his vision was right and I, I think they had to make some sacrifices but i ultimately really liked the one cut
0: yeah it was cool um i stopped thinking about it pretty much almost immediately mm-hmm. so i think that's what kills it so in some cases is like when the whole main vision of the game is something that you really cease to notice after a certain point
1: i mean you notice it right at the beginning when like yeah the main menu is when it just like it just starts right there but then you don't really see that main menu again no because of the way the playstation is where you just kind of like put it in rest mode, and then you just pick up right where you were before. Mm.
0: And yeah, then I wasn't there because I didn't get to see this part, but it also won Game of the Year. Yes.
1: Which, sure. I was shocked.
0: I could see that, though. I mean, I would have expected them to vote Red Dead, even though I definitely do not think that that is the
1: case. Uh, God of War was very good, and a lot of people did like it. I think ultimately... Red Dead is a much more divisive game Mm -hmm. where I think God of War is more of an easily agreeable game.
0: Well, and, like, Red Dead is just so big. Like, it is too bloated for its own good, and there's so much content and so much to do Mm -hmm. that everyone has a completely different experience, whereas God of War is a more narrative-focused, tight game Mm -hmm. that is, like, 25 to 30 hours long. Like, it is just a tight narrative experience where everyone is going to experience those same things. Right. Like, if you ask two people why they like Red Dead it's going to be probably completely different things. They're going to be like, oh, I like hunting, or Mm -hmm. I like robbing places, just weird stuff like that. Whereas God of War, everyone can tell you about the plot. Whereas in Red Dead, half the people who I talk to about Red Dead haven't even fucking gotten out of the second chapter. So it's like Mm. when you guys are telling me this game is awesome, you haven't even gotten to the part that I thought was like heinously boring and awful. So Chapter 5? No, I actually like Chapter 5. Everyone else hates that.
1: Okay. That's because like that—that that was the moment that I hear a lot. I like of when it's about. narrative. Mm-hmm.
0: I like the narrative focus of Red Dead, not the part where you have to fucking go out into the wilderness and hunt a bear. Mm-hmm. That's my least favorite part. <laughs> but uh yeah, I—I I think it could have won that. I—I mm-hmm. I mean, like especially with what it was up against, Red Dead would have been, I think, the most likely one to win, other than it. Whereas like Spider-Man, I really liked and thought was good, but I feel like it is another comic book game like there is nothing super unique about it Mm -hmm. other than it was pretty well written and like the characters were interesting and the swinging is really good right other than that it's not some crazy reinvention of a formula or anything it's just making a good game out of something that you can easily make a good game out of
1: even then i mean it is a pretty average open world game
0: yeah Whereas like God of War, it completely reinvents what that franchise was. It War. actually gives the characters depth and makes yes. the story something you can go shit about. And it just yeah, I don't know. It yes. succeeds on almost all fronts, so yeah, it's yeah. cool. They reinvent the combat in a way that's not as mashy and, and just overall is very really. good.
1: Yes. Yeah. So then there were a lot of a lot of announcements. Yes, and I pretty much wrote down them all, I think. Okay. So, um, we have a lot to go through.
0: The Stanley Parable 1, they announced an ultra deluxe edition of the Stanley Parable, which I have never played. People really liked it. I was that's a game that I feel like I very play. recently there was an achievement in that game that was like turn the game on 5 after 5 years or something. Mm-hmm. And so people could finally get that achievement within the past couple weeks and then they announced this. <laughs> and also that it's coming to consoles and will have new content. Um and the pc version will get patched with that content or you'll have to pay for it slightly separately i think
1: it is a second separate game oh interesting but i mean like i i I mean it was a game five years ago i probably has some updated graphics and stuff Mm. maybe i don't don't know i don't know
0: (laughs) it didn't really have great graphics to begin with but uh I, that's cool for people mm. who like the Stanley Parable. I might
1: check that out. I I say that, but I probably won't. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking I should play it at some point, and then they announced this, and I was like, I prefer playing games on consoles, so yeah. that's a game that I could see myself picking up at some point.
0: And I do remember the next one, mm-hmm. Among Trees. It did look like Firewatch's art style, but blue. Yes. I don't really know what that game is, but you're in a forest and there's nature. Yeah. I will try that. It looks cool. Mm -hmm. I like the art style.
1: Yeah, I I wrote down just for our listeners, like I just wrote down little hints and clues for us to to remember some of these games because there were a lot of games that were announced. So, and I, for games that I figured we wouldn't remember as well, uh, you know, just write down a little note. So I just wrote Blue Firewatch because. That was the only impression. That was impression. What, it, yeah, what it looked like. Which I'm not I don't mean that as reductive. It looks nice. It's just it looks like the Firewatch but blue. Yeah. So
0: Um The next one I predicted as a joke. I said, Man, it would be so dope if there was a Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, and then there was. And so what I thought was crazy was they were like, Yeah, it's coming out. Uh, it's gonna be a Switch exclusive and it's gonna be made by Team Ninja. And what I thought that meant was that it was going to be switch exclusive for a little bit nah man nintendo's publishing that game (laughs) Yeah.
1: when they initially showed that trailer i was because i remember like a couple months ago talking about how my dream would be to have a guardians of the galaxy video game yeah and then they show the guardians galaxy and i was like oh sweet this is cool But graphically, this game does not look great. Nah, it looks just (laughs) like the first game, which is fine to me because Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 is way better than Ultimate Alliance 2. But that's like, what, 12 years old now? Yeah, who cares, man? Let's go. I I mean, like, I'm not uh, the type of person who cares about graphics or anything, but... That looks last gen. Those games
0: are so fucking good. I'll probably play through it again with Willy or you as well. I've never played it. It is so sick. It is just like a weird, dumb action RPG mm-hmm. where you can fucking play as Wolverine and Magneto and all your favorite Marvel characters. I'd play them. Really I'd obscure never... ones. It's so sick. I love Ultimate Alliance. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just like find dumb gear and you equip it. You can unlock 800 other costumes mm-hmm. for each character. They're so fun. And so I'm glad that it is coming back. Because they really, like, all the DLC was getting removed from the store because Marvel and all their weird shit before they got their act together recently Mm -hmm.
1: with licensing and things like that. Didn't they re-release them? They did. they were pretty Semi-recently
0: they were, like, pretty rough. And then they were still, like, selling all the DLC separately or, like, you couldn't buy the DLC in some cases. Mm -hmm. Uh... (laughs) but yeah one marvel ultimate alliance one just felt like so much more like a full-fledged game and then they took out some of the characters in two and it just didn't feel as interesting uh but one was like a near launch game for the 360 and i remember playing the shit out of that with people hmm. so I, I am excited and it's nintendo published so they're not gonna let it suck shit right and uh it's team ninja's making it which is weird because there was an activision game mm-hmm.
1: before which as a from what i understand marvel owns the ultimate Adi- ultimate alliance rights yeah not activision so yeah. that's why like so they're like hey do whatever man just which make is kind of like the other one which is just weird that then they went did they go to nintendo and nintendo goes to team ninja how I, did this happen
0: I don't know, man. But the fact that it's the people that make Dead or Alive they're making mm. this game. Wh- I, everything's <laughs> up in the air. I don't know if it'll be good. I. Why
1: would you ask them to make this oh, game? Oh. I. Whatever, dude. That's yeah, fine. I mean, did did Nintendo go to Marvel and like, we want Marvel Alliance? And then, then I don't. It's so weird. Like yeah, uh, I
0: have no idea how that happens. But I am excited mm-hmm. about that. That was probably the one that I was personally the most excited about. Oh, that's not true. I remember the one I was actually the most excited about. Actually, two other ones. But I this...
1: feel like I have a good idea of which one. <laughs> one of them is.
0: Yeah, but th- this uh, is really cool. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to play this game. It's going to be so interesting, and I love Ultimate Alliance.
1: Yes, it. It, it seems like. I feel like at this point, because it is just you and I and no longer Nukio, we're kind of looking for games to play and on. And it is weekends. such a
0: fun co-op game. Yeah. Like, they don't make local co-op games like that anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I'm... Yes. And the two Joy-Cons, easy. So mm-hmm. easy. You only need to mash one button, usually.
1: <laughs> well, we you could probably just bring yours and we could do like the controller That's thing. true. But I'm just saying. Right, right. You don't need to do a lot in Ultimate Alliance, man. Mm-hmm. You need like three buttons so <laughs> and that's it. And then you level up. Yeah, well, maybe we sh- we'll play through one, because I've never played through one. Yeah, it. one is pretty sick. So, uh, the next game is a game that I'm kind of excited about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of funny, because last episode, I spoiled what happened in Far Cry. And then they kind of released this trailer that basically spoils what happens in Far Cry. <laughs> and they didn't earn the... Dropping the nukes, and I thought it was very strange because it just comes out of nowhere.
2: Okay.
1: And but I guess now it makes a little more sense why they dropped nukes because they were clearly working on this game with the other game with the first one. I don't know.
0: Yeah, you play as twin no, girls. You don't. No,
1: I think those are the pro or the the yeah the protagonist. They're the antagonist. Or the antagonist. Yes. Who do you play as? just random probably white guy or random what? random guy
0: I don't believe that at all Why not? Because, because I thought that was the whole reveal. The was whole you reveal is her and then the other chick takes off her
1: helmet and it's the same person and you're like, "Oh, co-op." If you look at every single Far Cry game, the character that's on the the cover, but, that's, the cover I still, but that whole reveal I'm is setting you, it
0: up to be a co-op thing, I feel like.
1: If you actually watch the trailer and listen, it's them talking, and they're talking about how they're taking power. I still think that play plays them. don't think so at all. Because
0: there's no way that that whole scene is them defending that base, and that's literally what you do in Far Cry's takeover bases. I, I don't know.
1: I think they're going to be the antagonists.
0: That would be very strange. I feel like that whole reveal makes no sense, then.
1: Well, because they're revealing the antagonists. Far Cry is best known for, I guess, yeah,
0: and the recent ones have not been great. So that's not true. They also didn't. Pagan Man was great. In five, they did not like do that with that guy.
1: Well, they tried to do it with four people instead of one.
0: Uh, I don't remember any of that, but I remember the trailer for Pagan Min and whatever the fuck the other guy's name was. Voss. Voss, yeah. I remember those because he shoots the guy near the bus. Yes. Yeah. That's like right
1: That's like right at the start of the game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Pagan Min's an interesting character. Yeah. I, I, I'm, that's what the... I guarantee you those are the, the, the antagonists. And you, you you, the protagonist, is either just like random, customized person...
0: But you were like specifically, weren't you a cop in
1: yes, five? Yes, in five, but you could just pick whatever you look like.
0: Oh, uh, okay. That's weird. I mean, it's because you
1: were a specific character in three, also. You, in three and four, you're specific characters. Yeah. They went away from it in five. That's strange. And I think they're doing the same thing here. That's weird. You are not the same character, though.
0: Boy, yeah, I would assume that. What if do you I'm mean? Ending are a five.
1: You survive it.
0: Oh. What is Far Cry 5, man? Okay.
1: Far Cry 5, you're arresting the main villain. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, a nuclear bomb, you see it in the in the distance. And then somehow you wreck your vehicle. And then the main villain kind of, like, carries you back to, like, a nuclear fallout shelter place. So then it's just, like, you and him in this shelter and that's how it ends okay so it's like he's in the game they they had him in the trailer okay i can't think of his name right now the it's just a random yeah. pretty common name but he's in it and it's set 17 years in the future okay that's why it's like all colorful and green and stuff interesting they actually, like, talk to nuclear specialists, and, like, apparently it would not be like Fallout if there was, like, a nuclear bomb, and it would be much more like Fallout, or like Far Cry if they're doing this one. Interesting. So, mm-hmm. So that's that's how Far Cry 5 ends. It's a very weird ending.
0: All right. Well, I don't know.
1: these. I just like playing Far Cry. I wish it
0: was, like, Blood Dragon instead of this where it's like just some crazy separate mm-hmm. fucking weird neon 80s thing
1: but i mean this is technically the first sequel technically yeah and, and what i mean is like an actual sequel to where the other ones are not really connected at all yeah because yeah. they did this with four to primal
0: mm, yeah. yeah but is this like primal like primal was more like they were selling as a full game. This is going to be a full game, I guarantee. Oh it. really? Because blood dragon fucking
1: was not. I no, I I guarantee you this will be a sixty dollars price. And
0: wasn't there another one for four? But it's like on Mars or some shit. Um, I that I don't
1: know. I think
0: there was because they they did those two expansions, but they were like standalone very small things mm-hmm. not like full 60 dollars products
1: well primal they used the same map and people got really upset they did that. but
0: that one was like they were trying to sell it as another game so as the, you think this is more like primal
1: it's gonna be it's gonna be a full 60 dollars game interesting i guarantee it because yeah blood dragon was not like that no all. no
0: so that's really weird yeah i don't know why they would do that
1: to get more money i think i i would assume that they've been working on both at the same time because like there's no way they produced this in a year but like
0: was far cry 5 that successful like is it a memorable enough game uh
1: no but like it was like one of the best selling games of the year but i
0: don't get why you would make a sequel to it if you could just make another far cry you know what i mean like wouldn't people get more excited about another far cry i i
1: think they're using pretty much the same map.
0: And see, then people are going to get super oh, butthurt yeah. about it. Oh, absolutely. It. So, I don't know, man.
1: It, I don't think it's going to review particularly well. I'm just telling you what, this is what I could see. The 5
0: did not review particularly well either.
1: It got pretty average. Like, like, eights, I think. I think
0: people are not enjoying the continuation of the Far Cry formula as much as they would like to have happen.
1: Really? I mean, they switched it up a lot.
0: Uh, yeah, but everything I've seen from reviews of Far Cry 5 or people talking about it is that it is a mostly forgettable experience. It is. But it is more Far Cry. Which, like, okay. It,
1: it's hard to say, because, like, the open world was very different. They it The game that it reminded me the most of is Ghost Recon Wildlands, which I know you didn't play That's that. That's
0: another Ubisoft game, because all their games are the same mm-hmm. game.
1: Because, like... Where before it would just kind of populate a whole bunch of like items on the map, and you're just like, oh boy, this is a lot. This was a little bit more natural, where the the map was really split into three territories, Mm -hmm. and also ultimately, you were just doing random things in the territory to bring out the main villain of that territory. Oh, yeah, Sleep Darts. Yes. Yeah, I remember those. So, like, yes. so, like, that was the entire game. So what they were trying to ultimately do is not have just, like, one villain that was memorable. They really tried to make it four villains that were memorable, but it was just too widespread, Mm -hmm. and so it just didn't quite work. It didn't all come together. Also, I think people really wanted them to get political. Which is what they like made it seem like in the beginning in the beginning and then and they then really, it was not and then they really backed I think off they
0: backpedaled on that
1: one yeah for obvious reasons because like the in the united states it's pretty divided with that kind of stuff so like you do not want to divide your fan base
0: yeah but then in the end of the day it's a far cry game so right. like what are you really dividing you yeah, know what or, i mean or, right i'm just
1: <laughs> i'm just saying like i i get why but they really they needed to go in a direction and did they, they did not and they just tried to
0: make no, yes. no strides in any direction exactly. i got gotcha. you i don't i just like i, I can't I, far cry to me for some reason is one of the like least interesting franchises out there
1: i just like shooters like shooters are my favorite franchise i do
0: not at all but like mm-hmm. i every time someone describes far cry 2 I think that, I would like that, and mm-hmm. that would be interesting. But everyone after that, or even the first one, like they just don't sound appealing to me for, for whatever reason. I don't, yes. And it's I because do. I don't like open-world games very much anymore mm-hmm. either, so it's just like, this is the most open-world-ass open-world game, mm-hmm. but also it's a shooter. Right. So, I yeah, I don't know, it's just so weird. I mean,
1: they're they're well-made shooters. That they feel are, good. and
0: they sell like a butt ton. Mm-hmm. So some, it's, the audience is there, I just...
1: It's it's one of those games that I can just weird. I can just have dumb fun with it. Yeah, that, I, that's I, I why that, yeah. I like that's why I like the Far Cry series, and that's why I like my most anticipated game for next year is Rage. I will not be purchasing Rage. It's going to be in sixty frames per second, dude, man. and that's dope. And I'm proud. <laughs> I'm proud of them for
0: making that game. But like to me. Knock off Borderlands is, like, not what I'm
1: looking for. It's not Borderlands.
0: It is just like Borderlands. Their whole thing is all about the weird guns and the weird bullets. Um, and it is literally the same aesthetic as Borderlands. It's
1: a similar aesthetic, but Borderlands is all about, like, loot and being an RPG. I know. This is not about loot. I know.
0: So it's not as good, in my opinion. Like, I just... Also, I I mean, it's cool that they're making a game that seems cool because Rage 1 decidedly not cool. No. But I just, yeah, everything about that and, like, their weird Andrew WK advertising and, like, fucking... Everything about it is so... To me, it feels like they're trying so hard. Mm -hmm. And for me, it is falling so flat. Like, it is, like the cool quote unquote dad coming to a party and being like <laughs> yo, what's up kids like i'm
1: cool and then that's just not cool Manny, you can punch a grenade if okay. somebody throws Sweet. a grenade i can go you play, can just punch it i
0: can also go play <laughs> bullet storm like i That's what it
1: that's what i've heard is it's more like bullet storm in open world all
0: right i am out because bullet storm is wicked cool and i like non-open world games more.
1: that's because like um game informer's doing a whole cover story which we're going way off track yeah here. but game is doing a whole cover story and they were talking about rage 2 and they said it's bullet storm in open world
0: interesting and yeah i don't no one's gonna say what the f- oh, they made it, up it, they it, made up that swear word for bullet storm mm-hmm. i can fuck i'll never be able to think of it but it was so dumb that game is so fucking
1: dumb yeah oh I, my god it's also like four hours left. i i'm excited for it because it it seems like it's gonna play like doom but in an open world where it's all about like just combos but with guns it it seems cool to me god. plus plus you can as i said you can punch grenades out of the air i guess <laughs> i don't know man <laughs>
0: So, in a game that I am excited for, Supergiant Games announced their new game, Hades.
1: Have you played this?
0: I have not, because I have to figure out why the Spanish person keeps sending me password reset things for my Epic account. Oh. And I just haven't sucks. had it in me to figure out why Jonathan, everyone's favorite Spanish man, is using my email address for his fucking Epic account. Uh, or it's just a phishing thing, and I don't have an account, because I never made one. But... I see. I'm so torn because when it's in early access right now, it is only on the Epic Games Store. Mm-hmm. And do I want to play it in early access, or do I want to wait until it is fully released and then I can just buy it on Steam? And I will not, it ever not, go to Steam? It is yes. When okay. it, they said when it's out of early access, it will be on other platforms.
1: Well, other platforms, but does that mean it's, it's they, go they to Steam? said Steam? Okay, recently. okay.
0: But but um, so my thing is, I really like the plot of super giant games which this one seems like it does have plot but it is more like a roguelike roguelite it is a roguelite, you're right because you make progress but it is about gods uh you, specifically greek gods where yes, you are, you are a, hades no oh you're not who is hades
1: hades is your father you i thought you are i guess Z- i didn't pay attention to the you are zetraeus
0: Maybe. I guess I don't, know I don't what
1: remember is. what the exact. He, he is a Greek god, but he's a very. Okay.
0: Like, not an well known Greek god? He's
1: not a well known Greek god, and his. Ultimately, his origins are a little unknown. Okay. So, in this, like, you. They have made it so you're. you're Hades is your father, and you're just trying to get out of the house. So, every. So, like, basically, you're just trying to get through the house, get out of the house, and every time you die, you end up just waking up back at your house. Okay. And and the thing about this that I've heard good things about is when you die, you get a nice little reward by being able to talk to the people in the house, and that's where you get your story. Mm. So, like, if you're really into the story and you die, it's not as devastating because then you're like, hey, at least I get some story out of this. Yeah. And so
0: I they already patched it. like mm-hmm. they did a pretty big patch one or two days ago, right? Changing a lot of stuff from people saying things. And so I wonder, I wonder
1: how long it will be in early access. i they talked about it on Game Informer, and they said they could see it going about a year. This is going to be a lengthy early access. What they described is it is very early access, but it's early access like Dead Souls was. Where the experience you're getting is very tight, it's very good, but they're going to be adding more content, and they're going to be adding a lot more narrative.
0: They did add narrative to Dead Cells?
1: Well, I can't believe that. I, I mean where they're going to be adding more and more. So, like, it's kind of one of those things where I think it plays well right now. Yeah. But you're not going to be getting the full package, and ultimately for you personally, I guess you have to kind of ask yourself. I
0: think I'm just going to wait because I don't I don't know.
1: But I mean, it could be a good year, a good solid year. Yeah,
0: I'll we'll probably just wait, but man. I love their games so much.
1: Uh, it it seems really cool. Apparently, like Medusa is the maid and she has like a bit of a crush on you or something. Oh yeah. And Cerberus is your pet.
0: Yes. <laughs> it sounds like a great game. I'm, uh, I I I love everything they do. So far, mm-hmm. they have not put out a game that I do not like. Mm. And I hope that that continues because right. I love Greg Kasavin and I think his team is really awesome. And they just everything they do, he said he never wants to make a sequel. He always wants it to be a new unique experience. Not even necessarily in the same genre.
1: It's in different genres, but like the art style... The art style is very
0: similar. They always use the announcer. They always have Darren Korb do the music. I was going to say the music is so, always so very they similar. Feel, they feel very similar similar in that way, but the gameplay is usually like pretty different.
1: Yes. But I, I, even then, like they're typically more action-based games. Except for Transistor. Transistor, right. Mm-hmm, yeah.
0: I think that might be why I didn't like Transistor as much, but I still thought it was pretty good. Alright, so moving on. Ancestors, The Humankind Odyssey, Africa. This, didn't this look did not look good, good. Matt. No, he... It looked really bad. And it... I don't, that's mean to say, but it did not look good. You like were a monkey guy and you stab someone with a spear. Well, you start
1: out as monkeys and you like, so you, like evolve into and, uh... like other monkeys into less monkey. I, I guess, yeah. I. <laughs> yeah. I'd... yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that game is going to work. I don't either. They had like a Bigger breakdown on was it GameSpot? I, I think it was. I did. Not, I didn't care. I did not look. I didn't care enough. Yeah,
0: some of the things that they announced, I was just like, "This is for somebody." I am not. I don't it. know who it is. It's not
1: me. <laughs> that Ancestors. I don't know who it's for. That mm, it's nope. interesting idea. That oh boy, it mm.
0: looked really weird in execution. <laughs> Was that actually gameplay? Who knows? Yeah, I, I, uh...
1: And then the... I think probably the most exciting DLC to me was uh, Forza Horizon 4's Fortune Island, which it just dropped last night. Oh, it came out last night? It's out right
0: Damn! now. Damn! I gotta play Below? I gotta play this DLC? Oh, there's too much going on.
1: Which... It's $18 for this. I'm in there. Or you can spend 32 for the expansion pack, which tells me that they're planning something else as well. Damn it. All right, well... <laughs> I don't know when, but like, if there's an expansion pack that you can buy, I would assume there's got to be more. This game's so fucking good. It I is. can't
0: wait. Like, it just it, to be able to go
1: on to like a different area, do different things. I am in. I went into the subreddit and I read it was like, fifteen hours. Hey man, I'll do it. Yeah, I mean that's I'm a there. really good. <laughs> yeah, I'm I there. mean that's like half the game. Yeah, so that's cool. For eighteen dollars and you're getting like half a game. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah, that game was so fun. I fucking love that game. Uh,
1: So just being in that world a little bit more. yeah. yeah, And and I didn't even do
0: everything in the original, so.
1: I basically did, except for the drifting.
0: Yeah, so I can just keep going. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool.
1: Well, it is a separate
0: Well, that's still fine. Right. But I mean, I'm still accruing experience and getting the stuff. Yeah, I
1: I started playing it last night. I didn't buy the DLC yet. But I'm like level 120. No shit. It's not.
0: Yeah, more Forza. That's cool, especially yeah. if they do another one too.
1: That's yeah, cool. I'm very excited about yeah, that. That's cool. And then, uh, your favorite moment of the night? Scavengers. When that fucking dude said <laughs> co-opetition,
0: man, I was like, "We're out. You're fired." And we, this game is canceled. I literally don't remember anything about this other than that it was co-op and competition, and that he said co-opetition. And I have never. Wanted to
1: die more than at that moment. I actually don't remember what the game is. Who knows, man?
0: (laughs) He said co-opetition.
1: And then at that point, I was just I was mentally checked out. You were angry, and I was just laughing at how angry you were. I I was like, somebody (laughs) tweeted about
0: this already, and they had Austin Walker like right on it. (laughs) Fucking come on, man! Co-opetition. Yeah. So it was yes. all I know is it was a co-op game, but also simultaneously a competition. <laughs> Moving on from that, the this leaked beforehand, uh, but I guess it didn't actually leak. I thought that it had leaked, but they had done the same thing they did with Spyro, where they sent out the eggs. To people to be like, it's gonna hatch what? Mm-hmm. And so they sent them the fucking orange crate from Crash Team Racing, and we're like, stay tuned to the game awards. So everybody was like, yo, Crash Team Racing remake, and yo, a Crash Team Racing remake.
1: Well, the girl tweeted out. The- Someone also tweeted it out. And she works for PlayStation, yes. so she must have been allowed to do it. Yeah,
0: so there were a bunch of things like that. Uh, that
1: It just seems weird that they would do that. but
0: I don't know. I mean, they did it with Spyro, so like, it makes sense that they are doing it with this as well, and it's another remake type thing. Mm-hmm. I will buy this one. This is the one, for me. Because Crash Team Racing still holds up now in modern day, even if you play the original PlayStation one. All the other mm-hmm. ones after it, I cannot vouch for them. Most of the ones on the GameCube suck shit. But... This game was still good, and it is like a weird. It's got a weird hub world, and you go into the races, and there are so many characters you can unlock. It is. It reminds me a lot of Diddy Kong Racing, right? But without the uh, without the planes and the boats, and it's just fun. I It's basically the closest thing, other than Diddy Kong Racing, to a Mario Kart experience that you're gonna get. That's not Mario Kart. Yeah, I mean, like, and I like Kart Racers. That
1: was at the time when there were a lot of kart and racers, and most of them well.
0: were pretty bad. But Crash Team Racing did it very well, and I'm excited that it will be getting that same treatment. Um, perhaps they will add new characters as well. i It's awesome. The mm-hmm. original Crash Team Racing still holds up, so I will. Right. Very exciting.
1: I've never played it. I i just—I never really got into Crash, so I didn't care. Yeah, I just
0: like kart racing. Mm-hmm. I don't really like Crash that much. He's okay, but...
1: I like kart racing, but I always played Mario Kart because it was the best. Yeah, man. Well, Crash Team Racing pretty good. Mm-hmm.
0: Um and oh man this was actually one of my stealth secret announcements the next one The Outer Worlds by Obsidian Mm -hmm. and I liked that they were subtly stabbing a knife into Bethesda as they put the trailer out original creators of Fallout which Mm -hmm. is true and from the creators of Fallout New Vegas, the Fallout that everybody actually liked is uh, is true. This is the last Obsidian game that I believe they had already had in development before Microsoft bought them, so they're still being allowed to release it. Mm. Um, they, they, I mean, obviously, you're not going to scrap a whole fucking thing. Microsoft will make the cash.
1: Well, if anything, cases, so. if anything, Microsoft would just make it um just exclusive to them but i want to make the hot cash but i I assume when microsoft they worked out a deal where like this is the last one that would be on all of them before like before microsoft purchased they were like hey we're working on this and this is going to go out to all of them
0: and so my whole thing is i don't really like fallout very much i don't like the weird gray and brown world i don't like the post-apocalypse and I always thought to myself, "Boy, what if this was in space? Mm-hmm. It'd be so sick." And this is it. This is it in space.
1: Do you think the shooting's gonna be like Fallout, where it's random? I, I hope not.
0: I hope not. But I, it looks really good. Mm-hmm. They put out a statement saying that if you're expecting a huge open world game as big as Fallout New Vegas, you will be disappointed. It's not that big. So, actually, that sounds better to me, because if it is a shorter, or, well, a smaller world and a more focused experience with, mm-hmm. like, interesting places to go, I think that will be really cool. What they showed, I was very impressed with, and I it is now one of my most look-forward-to things in the next couple of years. Because it just looks like, I, I don't know, like, it looks really polished, and they're good at world-building and story-writing mm. there at Obsidian so, that's cool. I mm-hmm. It seems really awesome.
1: Yeah, a lot of times, going back to what you said about uh, open world games, a lot of times when I hear, like, it's so huge. It's, yeah, like, and then it's filled it's with four,
0: fucking nothing.
1: It's four times, ta- like, Fallout 76. The, the part that kind of sold me the least was when they were like, it's four times bigger than Fallout 4. And I was like, I don't need a world. I would rather have, like, Spider-Man Or even what we were talking about with Forza Horizon, a very smaller open world that is condensed. And it actually has
0: things that you want to
1: do or give a shit about. Like, Fallout 4 is so barren. Mm -hmm. Like,
0: there's, like, nothing. You walk forever. There's nothing. Same thing with Red Dead. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff to do. I didn't find it fun. But, like, it just, they're too big for their own good sometimes. So hearing it be a little bit smaller, I think, sold me a lot more on it. Mm -hmm. And I just, I have faith that Obsidian will put out a good product. Right. Uh and there hasn't been i mean now that fallout 76 is out there won't have been a f- game like that since fallout 4 so like they're filling a gap obviously yeah that is very needed right now so i think this game will sell well uh depending on when it comes out and i don't know it's in space it'll have cool stuff mm-hmm. and be interesting and i'm excited
1: i i'm just excited because this year was terrible for shooters <laughs> yeah. so like the next couple years having some good shooters exciting to me yeah uh, so then they I don't even remember what this was, but they had some Anthem stuff. I just have started to zone out anything Anthem. Cause... I'm
0: gonna play it. I think it looks cool. That That's it. They But like, they still don't, sh- they didn't show gameplay. It was like a story thing, right?
1: Yeah, they just And, and so like, w- I feel like I've seen enough to know what this game is. Yeah, it's Destiny. Right.
0: And I'm ready for it. I, j- I just I need to see gameplay that is not with their weird fake shitty banter Mm -hmm. or that is not story i want to see like unfiltered gameplay that is not like hey man are you on what Mm -hmm. and like just all their weird shitty banter i just want like a straight feed of no one talking of like me seeing what it is because it it does seem like it's just destiny right and i that's cool the game comes out in like two months i cool Mm -hmm. i'll yeah let's go yeah
1: it's coming out at a time when a lot of games are coming out yeah but i think that's probably the biggest release but still i mean like if that game does not review well
0: yeah we'll see what happens to BioWare's they're gonna put yeah. a bullet in them probably
1: that yes but maybe not yet because they have another game that we'll talk about in a bit yeah <laughs>
0: Okay, Uh, then the
1: next one was The Last Campfire,
0: which was being made by Hello Games. What I remember of this was it looked like a weird 2D slash 3D. It was, like, kind of top-down, but some of the parts were in 2D. Like, there was a part where they were, like, in a canoe boat. In the water. that was, like, 2D, but then there was, like, 3D parts.
1: I don't know what this game is. I don't know
0: either. It looked like it was, like, co-op also, like, because there were two little dudes. I, I, I don't know if that's the case, but I can't believe they have been putting out so many... No Man's Sky updates the past year and a half, that, like, the fact that they had another team or they were working on this simultaneously is crazy. Because what that studio is so weird because they put out Joe Danger and Joe Danger 2, Mm -hmm. and then they were like, yeah, No Man's Sky, though. And it was, like, this huge, ambitious project. It's like, your last game was about a dude who's fake evil Knievel on a motorcycle in, like, a $15 downloadable game. Mm -hmm. Like, what happened here? What is your trajectory? And now this is another weird, smaller downloadable game, but it also looks... Nothing
1: like Joe Danger or No Man's Sky, so... No, I mean, they're proving that they have some range. Oh, God, though, like... I didn't really see anybody talking about this game, and I guess it's probably because... Maybe people don't realize that Hello Games is, is that... the... people
0: that made No Man's Sky? I think that might be the case.
1: Because I feel like people would just be like, wait, you were working on another game while No Man's Sky was a shit fire." I think No Man's while Sky... While you lied is, to
0: me? I think that, that that is over now that they've put out, like,
1: three expansions or for that game. Or think that are like... people just don't care anymore? And now they're all... I think
0: that people don't understand... They they've just put out a, the, like, fourth expansion for that game that's, mm-hmm. like, now it's underwater. Like, it is filled with content if yes. you're there for it if you don't like what it is now you were never gonna like it so like get no. the fuck out
1: which i mean honestly whenever i heard about that game i was like this game sounds like a game that i would not like. i did
0: not enjoy it i might enjoy it now if i played it now but i can i'm not going back because i'll have to download like eight hundred thousand gigabyte patches and i just don't care mm-hmm. um so yeah this game that game looks interesting i don't know that i will play it but uh
1: uh, yeah, I just it. I'd have to know more about what it is. Yeah. Before, because like some of these trailers, I was like, I don't really have a lot of thoughts because they didn't really show much. No. Um. Um. So after that, they showed Atlas, which.
0: Is an MMO thing made by the people that made ARC, and it literally just looks like ARC except they mash together every genre they could think of. Like, there's pirates, there's like fucking fantasy, there's like dragons and stuff. Yeah. And what is
1: it? Like, it is just ARC, but like not ARC, I guess. Which people, I saw comments, <laughs> people were breaking down the trailer, and even the trailer. Was not running at 30 frames per second? Whatever, dude. And, like, I didn't
0: see a single animal shit on anybody. So, like, is it even as good as Ark? Who knows?
1: Which, was, Ark was not a very good game, uh, from what I understand. No, but there were
0: a lot of animals pooping on things, and that was not in this. So, I don't know. I, this game Anything, did not... Anytime someone says the word Ark, I just, like, immediately am like, well, that sucks. Because, mm-hmm. boy, Ark.
1: Yeah. Yeah, when I... I was so confused by this trailer because it they just kept throwing more and more so, stuff.
0: There was like anything you could think of was going on in this trailer, and I did not really get it. It was the least cohesive thing of thing. all time. Yes. Yeah. It's <laughs> it like the, the only thing I know about it is that it's probably like ARC, so I don't really care. Mm, well, it's an MMO, which is I mean, ARC no, an te- MMO? Te- technically, technically ARC is an MMO. Technically. So, I, mm, I, I don't know, I, man. Ark was in early access for like 30 years. Yeah. And then we have my most disappointing announcement. You're, You're disappointed by this? I am so upset. They gotta stop. I can't take it anymore. I want no other Dragon Age games.
1: Because of Inquisition just ruined that franchise for you? I
0: did not like Inquisition. Two sucked also. Oh, okay. Two was like, what if. What if we took the game that you thought was amazing? What if we took Dragon Age Origins? It's just like the Baldur's Gate gameplay you love and crave. But what if we didn't have it like that and we just made it Mass Effect but in fantasy times? I was like, motherfucker, that is not what anyone- That is not what anyone wanted from this game! It is not what anyone wanted! And then they made it Inquisition, which was sort of just like a weird extension of what Mass Effect was like in a world with characters that I didn't like. And I just now they're making it, another one in a world that was empty. Th- th- now they're making another one, man. And it's just like yeah. I get it, man. You Dragon Age sold well for you guys, whatever.
1: I get. Well, did it even? I. Yeah, you know, that's what I was kind of wondering. Uh,
0: Inquisition probably sold okay. Two,
1: I don't not know. My neighbor upstairs, like that's like one of his favorite games of all time. Dragon Age Origins. In- Inquisition. Oh fuck! All he does is play the online.
0: Oh, people like that.
1: Yeah, because yeah. it's just a Mass Effect 3 online. Yeah, and I'm just like that's all he talks about and I'm like I didn't even know there was an online until yeah. like I started talking to him. Yeah, there was. I did not ever play. It, mm, it um, doesn't sound like anything I would want to do. I don't know. The Mass
0: Effect multiplayer was alright.
1: But first like first once again, like I'd want to play Mass Effect, not I know, the online. It was
0: dope. But I just like I, people get excited about this and I just mm. I didn't like Inquisition very much at all. By the end of it, I was so done with it, and I just didn't connect with any of the characters. And in a Bioware story-based game, like it's the only thing I want to do is connect with the characters. So I might give this a shot
1: if the characters look interesting enough. My biggest concern is everybody knows Bioware is 100% in on Anthem. So who's working on this? (laughs) They had two studios yeah that other studio They made made Mass (laughs) Effect yeah we're in there yeah Yeah. this is gonna be top notch maybe we'll get a (laughs) jetpack but but like that is a concern of mine maybe it's like very early early on
0: no they've been working on this for a long time because it was like rumored at every show for the past like year and a half that this was gonna show up this is and it didn't even show up they like said some words and yeah Dragon Age is coming
1: yeah that was
0: so there's like nothing even about this. I just like, I could not possibly be less excited about the prospect of a new Dragon Age game. Because I, the original Dragon Age, Dragon Age Origins is, I, I love it so much. And was it in
1: your top 10?
0: No, it, it wasn't was Willy's. Willies, so yeah. okay. but, but like, they took everything I liked about that game and slowly peeled it away with each successive game. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like it will just be like an empty husk of everything that I don't want out of a Dragon Age game. So we'll find out, I guess. People do like Dragon Age, and I the world is cool. I give them that. They generally do a good job with building that world and making things semi interesting. But yeah. I don't have a lot of faith in BioWare after Andromeda.
1: So well, after Inquisition and then Andromeda.
0: That's true. Inquisition, I could see why people would like it. I cannot see well. Andromeda. Even
1: Inquisition came out at a time. When it was right at the, the new console, and there weren't a lot of great game good games anyways. So, like... Because it came out in, what, 2014?
0: Yeah, I think so. I was really trying to force myself to like it.
1: Because, I mean, really that year was what Shadow of Mordor and Inquisition were, like, the two big games. Which, yeah. in almost any other year, that would be considered a... Pretty lackluster. I mean, like, I don't even know if those two games would make, like this year or last year's top ten list for a lot of places. I don't
0: know. But I, try, I tried so hard to like Inquisition, and I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, the next thing that they showed was Path, the Pathless, which is made by the people who make Abzu uh, and Journey. It looked Journey, nice. That guy. I can't think of his name offhand. Jenova Chen, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked nice. Just like mm-hmm. Abzu looked nice, and like Journey looked nice. So...
1: I haven't played Abzu. It's on, um, the Game Pass.
0: It also was a PlayStation Plus free game, so I do have Abzu. I just, yeah, something about games being that tranquil, now that I, I don't know, I like to sleep. And when I play games that are, like, really relaxing like that, before, if I was focusing on anything, I could never fall asleep, and then I played Octopath Traveler, and I started to fall asleep while playing games that I thought were boring or like relaxing, so I think I would fall asleep playing Abzu. Mm. I would have to like chug like four Red Bulls and be like, yeah, Abzu! And then,
1: which is probably to go in not the way they want no, you to experience no. the
0: game, so I would, you know, I bet it's awesome. Just, mm. I probably would not be able to stay awake.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I'd, I, it's something I want to try, just because I'm curious. I don't know if I'd find it boring or not, though. Yeah, maybe. I hope I wouldn't, but I kind of like a little bit more action. Yeah. Uh, PUBG, there's a new map. I don't think that really pertains to either of us. There's at this ice, point. And snow. It's six by six. Yes. Which the original map is eight by eight, and then the small map is four by four. So it's, so it's between those, the small and the. It's normal.
0: the mama bear map, map Everyone was waiting. I don't know. Were people waiting? PUBG really took a beating. (laughs) Yeah, and it's a lot of them. Them doing it to themselves. Yes, I don't know, man.
1: But I think, actually, I think things are probably going to turn around for them. Because I saw that the Chinese government is banning, like, Fortnite and PUBG and a bunch of other games. Which, if that's the case, then that means no more Chinese hackers.
0: I, but I don't think that's what's wrong anymore. I think it's just them like repeatedly shooting themselves in the You're foot right, over right. and over, and they claim they're still not esports ready and all this other stuff. Whereas like Fortnite totally is. They have tournaments all the time. I mean, they still
1: have PUBG tournaments too.
0: It's just they mm-hmm.
1: still are like, yeah, we're not. We're, I don't know. I still think like if I want to play a battle royale, it's going to be PUBG because there's just it's bigger. It's slower i don't know like Fortnite and even the blackout that i played like there's just too many people around and it's just it's a little, way more action than i what i want
0: yeah i forego this by not wanting it so
1: that's fair yeah where i know, I, I i treat it more as like a survival game where it's like let's see how long i can survive rather than like let's see how many people i can kill yeah because if it's let's see how many people i can kill
0: the answer is not very many usually <laughs> i take it yeah <laughs>
1: let's see. yes yeah yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> cool yeah so that that's just uh, my take uh so but my new map on PUBG it's not for us and i'm guessing it's uh it's, it's
0: not for me yeah, definitely de- not definitely yeah not. i don't know all right after that there was this weird stranger things game that was like 2d and neither one up. of us watched stranger things
1: it looks like a bad beat-em-up it does game. look
0: like a bad beat-em-up game that Bridges the gap between season 2 and season 3 of the show. Which... I didn't watch it. People really mm-hmm. like the first season. Not so much the second one. I don't know. It doesn't seem like my kind of jam. Even though everybody says it's like a masterpiece. I... Yeah. I just don't know anything about it. I am very unqualified to talk about... Stranger this Things. This other than... this. Just, that looks
1: like a pretty lackluster beat-em-up game. That was my exact thoughts. Yeah, I mean it... Because they had like a deal with Telltale. And I don't know if this is like in conjunction with that? I don't
0: to... I don't know if this might have been something that was going on separately. Because I can't imagine they took the Telltale game and then were like, what if it was a beat-em-up? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right, it, was also, yeah. it was also like
1: 16-bit sprite action. Mm-hmm. So, I, e- who fucking uh, knows, dude. E- either way, this... Another game that I'm like, oh boy, this does not look like anything I
0: would enjoy. But what does look like something I will enjoy is Mortal Kombat 11, man. Fucking Scorpion stabbing Raiden all over the place, and then Scorpion dies, but then there's another Scorpion. Which it's
1: like an older Scorpion. It is,
0: and Raiden apparently is dark, oh sorry, Raiden, this is Mortal Kombat, not Metal Gear, uh, that's dark Raiden, Mm -hmm. according to the hot infos that I have seen. They also announced that... Every character will be fully customizable, armor, mm-hmm. everything you can imagine, weapons all up in there. Which, I mean, they, with the way they, they did had Injustice... That hot tech, and now it's just they're expanding it out.
1: Right. With the way they did Injustice, there's no way they could get a... Like, that's what they're going to have to do with, like, all the games now. And even, like, um, you could make an argument that Super Smash Bros., kind of stole what they did with Mortal Kombat. A little bit, yeah. With, like, the spirits, where Mortal Kombat, it's all gear. Like, it's it's a similar concept.
0: Yeah, and it looks like the story is about them changing time, because there's mm-hmm. a chick with the hourglass, the panda, right. or whatever. I think she's a Mortal Kombat character. I don't The Lord escapes me sometimes. But that just, like damn man and it still comes out in
1: april see i got thinking about this and this seems to be warner brothers new thing because if you remember last year with shadow of war they did the same type of thing it was like five months and that's what has me excited about like the rocksteady game whatever they're working on that harry potter game like i think we're it's just gonna get announced out of the blue and they're gonna be like Four months, four or five months, this game's coming out. Because
0: everybody seemed to think that they were going to miss the April release date. Right. And then they were like,
1: nah dog, we're here. What I the way they announced it though, like he came out and then they're like, It's going what it was the best sports racing game. And then all of a sudden it was Scorpion's hook. (laughs) It, it, the way they announced the the that trailer the way
0: it worked oh, out man. i love ed boone and i can't believe that now their new thing is announcing those games with a cg trailer to mm. set to rap <laughs> this one was not as good the rap song that wiz khalifa did in the last one was better not that it was like super great right but i also like sub-zero more than i like right Ra- right Ra- raiden i i want to say Raiden every time uh that one was cooler yeah. i think but this one was just what the fuck is happening two scorpions mm. whatever
1: dude did you see the tweet by ed boon like a day after he was like fyi we're not working on the superman game either <laughs> yeah that's good yeah also accurate yeah. Um, just just in case people were wondering yeah, like, I, like I, I don't want to disappoint you ed man ed boon's the best mm. he
0: voiced two separate people in that trailer
1: <laughs> what a guy he always voices Scorpion. It's amazing. He's got to be one of the oldest people working, like in the industry. He is working on the same game for sure.
0: He's been at Midway forever. And then they well, got bought by Warner Brothers, and like, mm-hmm. that well, they bought specifically their studio, not even Midway.
1: Right. I mean, like, because the first one probably came out in like ninety two, ninety.
0: Yeah.
1: It the franchise is probably as old as we are, almost. Yeah, definitely. What I like about Mortal Kombat though is
0: you can tell now that they switch off every year than Justice that they are just the whole time being Every like,
1: other year. I mean it's four well, yeah. years.
0: But it's just like they're like wow We have all this pent-up rage inside of us, Mm -hmm. and then everybody gets viciously so killed, and they amp it up every time. Sometimes it's like, whoa, (laughs) I think we might have taken it too far this time, and fuck dog, they just keep going. Mm -hmm. New and exciting ways to rip out someone's spine every game. I don't know. Mortal Kombat is interesting. I i'm less than thrilled to play it usually but they do like, they have single-player content yeah. and like stuff and that's what i like about it but then the second i have to like play another human immortal combat i'm like oh god mm-hmm. i hate this but I'm,
1: i mean they are above the rest when it comes to just story
0: they are and this will have so much content and justice mm-hmm. 2 had so much content yeah. in it Especially from someone who likes to unlock things and play single player content, Mm -hmm. like their games are second to none. And especially when it comes to fighting games,
1: I would argue that like other than the Arkham games, like they're some of the best DC games. Like just Injustice One and Two, just that story and that like the story mode. Even Mm -hmm. though they are considerably shorter than the Mortal Kombat, because like Mortal Kombat Nine, which was was very long, it was like an I like
0: Nine way better than I like Ten, man.
1: Nine, it was like a nine-hour campaign, wasn't it? Which is pretty long yeah, for... I'm uh,
0: really hoping that they get rid of all the Mortal Kombat kids mm-hmm. that they added to 10, and we're just going back to the people that I actually give a shit about. Because, boy, did I not care about Takeda and all them.
1: Because sometimes I think about that Street Fighter campaign story, and it's pretty rough. Uh-huh. That was very bad. Yes, it was. Um, And then... One of
0: the two things I was so excited about. Showed my boy Raz. Wouldn't you say one of the three? Uh yeah, probably, I guess. I'm not excited. Oh, Devil May Cry, but they already announced that.
1: No, I'm saying of these... of. Oh, the... probably one of the three. that. Because like Hades... Uh, Hades was really cool. Uh, Crash Team, and then I would assume this is probably like your third. Yeah, man.
0: Psychonauts is one of... It's so good. The original Psychonauts is amazing. And it, I love Tim Schafer's writing... And I love the characters in this world. The first one is you go to a psychic kid summer camp. And then you end up being invited to join their like weird secret service of Psychic People Squad. And then you're there at the place, and it looks like things go pretty rough there. And they have the same voice actors, dude, as
1: back then. How well do you think that game aged?
0: Pretty poorly. Yeah. Yeah, some of the platforming because it's a platforming right. game, sort of, is was rough. Then mm-hmm. the Meat Circus is notoriously one of the worst 3D platforming levels of all time. Mm, that's um, I would I, I had played over halfway through it again within the past year or two, it still holds up because um, they upresed it for the Steam right. release, um, and it had a bunch of new achievements and stuff. So they fixed up a lot of that and tried to make some of the platforming a little better, and that that Steam version does hold up. Uh, on PS4, they didn't release that version, and like re-released the PS2 classic hmm. version. So it is the same weird bad one as before. Hmm. I mean, I played it back then and loved it back then too. But right, uh, yeah, I backed this on Fig. It was supposed to come out this year. I almost cried when it did not because I really wanted to play it. Um, I'm. It should be awesome. It looks just like what I want out of a Psychonauts game. So that's cool. Then they showed some more Devil May Cry. Mhm. Uh. Yeah, V's got a crow. I don't know, dude.
1: This just seems like dumb fun.
0: They announced the. Uh, I don't know that you will have
1: fun. What? You don't think so? It's very hard.
0: Oh man. <laughs> uh, especially if you want to like do well, it's very hard. Oh, that's. You point. should try the demo and see. Yeah, uh, I should probably just download the demo. They announced the demo. I did not play it yet, but it seems well, you, like
1: pretty hard. You, you have to get out your
0: Xbox, right? Uh, I think it's coming out on PS4 this coming week.
1: Oh, okay. Because, like, it was... I guess it was just early access I think for it was, the, yeah, it was Xbox. coming out, like, a week earlier
0: on Xbox or something, mm-hmm. as far as I'm aware. Uh, you play as Nero in it. I have watched the gameplay. Um, I don't know, I feel like you, like, throw his arm and it explodes, because... Uh, I don't want to get into the Devil May Cry 5 lore, but I believe yeah. the Virgil cut off his arm, his fake demon arm, because it had Virgil's sword Yamato in it, and so he had to get a robot arm, and he can throw it in and it explodes. He doesn't seem to have as much like the demon arm. Why I like playing as Nero is because it was like Devil May Cry easy mode, and he would like be able to like latch onto enemies and pull himself towards them for like easy comboing potential. It doesn't seem like he has that anymore. Mm. Uh, so he seems a lot more similar to Dante, but with like, an exploding arm. V seems wild, but you only play uh, Nero in the demo, I think. This game looks fucking sick. Like I, uh, I was mad when they said we're dumping DMC for Devil May Cry 5 again. We're giving in to all the really crybaby fans of this franchise. Uh, and it, this look, actually looks cool, because mm-hmm. they're bridging the gap. Like It is that same weird... Postmodern modern style of dmc while keeping the characters i think people are gonna hate it i'm gonna love it mm-hmm. it looks it looks pretty sick um because yeah dante's like old right if people think dante's like the coolest person ever for some reason he's all right but like right i was always a bigger fan of nero personally even though he came in in the fourth game uh the gameplay is what usually drew me to this like i don't mm-hmm. think devil may cry is like the world's best told story about demon children and their father but right it's it's awesome and this looks like it is more classical devil may cry stuff get all kinds of weapons he plays dante v and nero guaranteed there'll be a dlc thing just like all the other ones where you play as virgil even though virgil's dead
1: how does virgil was was he like the main because like the main protagonist was dante and then the antagonist was so in the first game was it virgil in the first game, you kill Virgil because he is stuck
0: in his devil-trigger form, which is Nelo Angelo, and you kill him. In Devil May Cry 3, which is a prequel before he was stuck as Nelo Angelo, he is the main antagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually looks exactly like Dante, and then it's like raining, and he like puts his hand through his hair so that he has a classic Virgil hairstyle, and I was like, boy, this seems really trying hard. But, uh... So yeah, he does that in the final boss fight, and then like he is the the final dude there. He is like, he's dead in four because it takes place after one, but he's like, it's sort of there, kind
1: of. Because all my knowledge is from Marvel vs. Capcom.
0: Yeah, Virgil uses his sword Yamato, which is like a katana. Dante's is more like a big ass, like great sword type thing. And he Even also has he, guns. He has guns. Yeah, Virgil's not so much. And then, guns. like, they both
1: have dro- Devil Trigger. They do. Um, mm-hmm. They yeah. have like more moves. It than... seems like
0: V has Devil Trigger also because he like does the mm-hmm. thing and then he like gets all electrified and his hair turns a different color. Uh, and then Trish is also. She's in it. A lady is probably also in it. They have. Uh, I don't know who that chick is that like is with Nero. Mm-hmm. She is a new character. I, I it looks really cool. I, yeah. it continues to look cool. It comes out in a couple months. I hope they don't show any more of it because I am just I am ready. Right. Those games are also usually not very long. Like I beat DMC in a night. I think it oh, like, wow. took me twelve hours. I basically just played it twelve hours straight. Devil May Cry three is like eight hours long, but then you're supposed to go through it like twelve hundred other times to get other like weapons and things like mm. that. Um This one I assume will also be not super long unless i don't know maybe they're changing mm-hmm. it a lot but the way the games are set up they're supposed to be like room-based combat scenarios that you're supposed to like get an s rank on or as high a style ranking as you can mm-hmm. so usually they're like kind of segmented off and the levels aren't super crazy long um and the bosses are usually very challenging like that that's what it, it was known for being hard mm-hmm. and they nerfed the difficulty for devil may cry 3 here and everybody was like hurt. so then they released devil may cry 3 special edition which was harder and he could play as virgil mm-hmm. i don't know people want to be punished in these games and i don't get it so that's,
1: that's why i've always stayed away from like dark souls
0: yeah people really like double may cry to be hard mm-hmm. and they like to tell you that you're not playing correctly
1: <laughs> so yeah it's the best of all worlds mm.
0: shitty whiny babies who don't like your new direction and they yeah they complain about everything
1: Welcome to the internet.
0: We'll see how this pans out. <laughs> I, I think it looks cool, and I, people seem to be enjoying it so far, but I mm-hmm. think when it comes out, people are going to be pretty divisive on it. Well,
1: I, I'll give the the uh, the demo a try. I am so I Oh my
0: god. I, don't, I might not even play the demo. I'm just ready. Right. I know I'll like it. And then we have something we are both totally unqualified to talk about, which, like, as I'm looking at
1: this, I'm wondering, why did I put this on the list?
0: I don't know, man. There's a big ice block in Fortnite. It's
1: coming. The new season is happening. The season already happened. It already happened. Because my cousin was definitely playing this, because last weekend I went to Syracuse, and then we went to um, the mall, and my cousin and I went to Dave & Buster's, but, like, he was playing some Fortnite and like it's definitely already all winter
0: yeah and there's like now there's vehicles and stuff
1: which wasn't scott saying they didn't even change the change it to winter and uh, the save the world in the save was, the world yeah
0: they get it a month later usually <laughs> yeah they're like second class citizens mm-hmm. over there in true real Fortnite.
1: that's that's <laughs> for the weaklings <laughs> Um, but other than that, there was something about in the middle where, like, people can design the middle. Oh, yes. So there is,
0: uh, like, a custom map creator now. I believe that is coming out now or coming out soon. That actually looks kind of cool, because mm. then you can play, like, custom game modes. Um, yeah. I have yeah. That, that is totally separate from other things. I That's just interesting in general, I think.
1: Uh, Some stuff that we do not care about. No. Then... We, did they show rage Two? yes they did and they, there was a trailer and then they had a release date Which either was...
0: i was not here for that or i literally did not watch it at
1: all no you were here because um the kid that came oh yeah he was like oh rage 2 i just pre-ordered that oh interesting so he, i did what's his name zach. zach yeah i did zach not i did
0: not pay attention to this, so you're gonna have to be the one that talks about. Well we
1: already it. talked about Rage Two. That's true.
0: It's coming out May fourteenth. We accidentally is that went new?
1: No, that we did not know a release date and that's why I put May fourteenth. Right. Uh but no we already went on like a weird ass that random. That is tangent,
0: true. As Rage so. 1, 2, 2's number one fan, mm-hmm. I'm glad I had to know the release date is May fourteenth. <laughs> sixty frames per second. Yes, that is cool. Yes. Game should all be sixty frames a second That is now.
1: crazy that they're do, that they found a way an Open world game to be 60 frames per second on console. Hey man, they specifically said on console, they didn't say on PS4 Pro or Xbox, you know, 1x, yeah. they just said console. So that's telling me that they did the Doom where Doom is also 60 frames per second, yeah. But I mean, like in open world, that's just crazy impressive. That's crazy.
0: And so their final announcement, Matthew, which I thought was something different at first was they come up, the Phantom Thieves, everyone's favorite Phantom Thieves from Persona 5, and they're talking very specifically about the Game Awards, and they're doing their Mm -hmm. cool Persona animation. I originally thought this was going to be the Switch release of Persona 5, and it was going to be the Special Edition, but then they threw me a super extra curveball, and they whip out their Smash invitation, and Joker, the main character of Persona 5, will be the first DLC fighter for Super Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. blowing away all expectations for what that DLC could possibly be, and now, who the fuck knows, man? That shit's gonna get wild. And they had put out a statement right before the Game Awards saying, like, yeah, people think that they have an idea of what the DLC will be for Smash. Mm-hmm. They are wrong, and it will they will all be unique characters, and they will actually blow you away every time. And it did. There's no way, you couldn't have paid me money to guess that Joker would be the first DLC character for this.
1: I just, now I'm just like, everyone's just kind of sitting here going like, what could the others be? And I
0: I personally believe now that they will all be third party things. I don't think any one of them will be from a Nintendo platform. So I still hold out hope for Banjo-Kazooie. My Geno hope is dead. It's all over. I'm hoping for Banjo-Kazooie, Crash Bandicoot. Uh, and I don't have anything else from there, but that would be Banjo Kazooie. I think would be good because they have a good mm. relationship. A lot of people think Minecraft Steve, everyone's favorite Minecraft guy. You know, and, I will get so mad if that's the case. Mm, but hey, they announced Joker, so whatever. I don't care. I'm good now.
1: An interesting story about Nintendo and uh, uh, <clears throat> Crash is you know because it's it was originally made by Naughty Dog, and so like i heard like the developers of naughty dog were talking about like early on when they were first making the first crash miyamoto like it was like like one of the e3s early e3s miyamoto kind of went over and just started like playing crash and they talked about how like you could see on miyamoto's face how worried he was while while he was playing crash because he was like they knew like this was actually like a pretty decent game and although this is more just because of the PlayStation and the N64 but the first crash actually sold better than the original Mario Mario 64 You could say that Which I I mean that is a crazy feat and something that you should be proud of that doesn't necessarily mean it's better No but I, I mean like that's crazy impressive that it, it like that it sold you know and anytime like it, if you're a young developer cuz they were probably pretty young at that point like Miyamoto was like a legend even at that point and he was like scared of your game like that'd be that'd be pretty cool to but but that's just like a random like one-off thing but i i want to see the doom guy in smash i don't
0: want to see that i but whenever someone asks me and i say crash bandicoot they're like why and my answer is always because it would be so perfect if they couldn't get Crash for PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale, but they can get him for this Nintendo game, mm-hmm. it'd be too good. And also, now it made me think of—they said that each pack comes with a character, a stage based on that, and musical tracks. I bet you anything, there will be more Persona music than Final Fantasy music when the DLC comes out.
1: But imagine oh, if shit. it's— imagine if it is Doom guy. And then you have the Mick Gordon soundtrack in Super Smash Brothers, Manny. All right, that'd be sick as well.
0: Wow, <laughs> I agree with that. But I'm just like, I, I don't even know what to think now. And I don't know, because they didn't show gameplay of Joker. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they are just, they were trying to be like, oh, well, we're going to, because it was the night that Smash was releasing. Right. So I wonder if they were like, oh, well, we ha- the only DLC we have up on the store is a $25 fighter pass. I wonder if they were just doing that to be like just so people know what one of the characters is so that we'll get them to buy it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they thought maybe they needed to have that information out there, which is is good right. because I was going to buy it sight unseen, but now if the other four characters are literal piles of turd, it doesn't matter. I'm still going to buy it.
1: See, that is one issue I have with that. Like in one sense it's really cool that they're holding out, but in another sense like you're expecting people to buy something on essentially an empty promise of like
0: but I mean, they did it. They did it in Smash Four already. Right?
1: And and this is pretty much a standard of like fighting games specifically. But
0: what I, what is crazy is usually when fighting games announce it, they announce all the characters at once, and they have already kind of been in development. It is very clear that this character, like people are excited for this, it is a long way off mm. because their <laughs> estimated release for the final character is twenty twenty, like January or February of twenty twenty. And so these five characters will be spread out over the course of a yeah. long time. Like, the Piranha Plant doesn't come out till February, which I think a lot of people thought it was launching with the game. Like, it's not done no. being developed yet, and they didn't even show gameplay of Joker, which makes me think that, like, they didn't even start on that. So I wonder if we will now go a very, very long time without seeing another character, which is fine, because there's a lot in Smash that I can do, Yeah, and I'll come back whenever they release a new DLC character. But yeah i don't it's just cool and the it's very obvious because there's just five stages mm-hmm. once those five stages are there the map selects green will be full so it's like obvious that those five are missing
1: god that's gonna and it suck will, it though. will also
0: make the final row complete of characters like it will be
1: because then you're talking like two years of it not being complete yeah, man. I don't know. That kind of sucks, I guess.
0: And I I wonder if they will then, after that, do another season of DLC. Um, because I feel like they might now just try to use Smash Ultimate as a platform, similar to Street Fighter V. Because I don't think they're going to make another one. Well, I mean... I wonder. And I mean, like, this game already sold, like,
1: eventually,
0: record-breaking amounts.
1: Eventually, there's going to be a new console.
0: There will be, but I'm just saying...
1: But I mean you're realistically came out last year. I would say there probably won't be another one until probably like twenty twenty four.
0: Yeah, and I mean I I Nintendo has been weird with their DLC. Like the mm-hmm. the five fighters in this are about on the same release frame as the ones that came out for Smash Four, which there might have been more than five characters. Ryu, Bayonetta, Corrin, Roy, Mewtwo. Never mind. There are five characters. Two of which were old characters, but well, that were not in it before. Cloud. Oh, Cloud. Six. Okay. Um Yeah, and I that is actually one of the things I think is cool about Smash Ultimate is a lot of people didn't have a Wii U. Right. So while there are eleven brand new characters, to a lot of people, like they've never played Bayonetta and cloud. So they don't even know what they are like, or mm-hmm. or Corin. I mean, lo- less you? excited about that. Yeah, or Ryu. Like they, it it it's chock full of content, and this is wild. Yeah. Like this is another example. Like Cloud, Final Fantasy VII won't be on a Nintendo console until January of twenty nineteen.
1: <laughs> I want to say like, when they announced this, this was pretty much right at the end. Like you left right after this, right? Because like you left before the game awards were up because you wanted to go get smash yeah i wanted to get smash and so yeah so this was like the last thing you saw and you were just like going crazy
0: i love persona so much and now it is represented in this game i will be able to probably have my 100th version of rivers in the desert to listen to when I fight people in Smash, and that is amazing. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm more excited about the music and the stages than I am for most of the characters, because, like, whatever. Yeah. I know I'm not going to change my main, unless it's Geno, when he's not coming in. Because, like,
1: Banjo-Kazooie, that has some great it's tracks. It's so good, man. Soundtracks I d- and...
0: Like, Grant Kirkhope music mm-hmm. in my is my
1: jam. Which you've already got that with Donkey you Kong. You already have
0: the Dave Wise jams. <laughs> Give me Grant Kirkhope at perfect... Yeah, and then show well, no, the like, music, Nobuo Uematsu music. Like, this game is chock full of the best music in video games.
1: Who did, like, the, the Donkey Kong Country, like, Tropical Freeze and stuff? Was that? That was Dave Wise and Grant Kirkhope. That was both I, of them? I guess I didn't look
0: through a lot of the songs because I was going to make a playlist mm-hmm. of songs that I wanted to
1: play. But then you got overwhelmed.
0: I got to the 12th version of the Mario 1 1 theme <laughs> and thought, oh, God it doesn't tell me which of these songs I have put in the playlist already. So if I keep unlocking songs and then come back here to make a playlist, I will accidentally add the same song over and over again. So I forewent that until I unlocked more of the music because I've been getting a lot of songs. And one of the songs I wanted, I didn't think was in the game. Nukio, the first time he went to the shop, it was in there. Mm. And I was like, I'm so jealous of you. Supersonic Racing is my jam and Willy hates it so i'd make it play all the time
1: oh so good but uh yeah i'm just trying to think of like other because like that's what you would ideally want not just like a cool character or a unique character but like one with a game with iconic music to go in so like, yes
0: and personally me when i think of characters i would like in smash i want them to have some significance to a nintendo console Which, Joker does not have that. No. I do have faith that when and if they ever release the special version of Persona 5, they usually do it on handhelds for the other ones. Like, for Persona 3, it was the PSP. For 4, it was the Vita. It would be natural for, if they do do. one for 5, for it to come to the Switch. So, I have faith that it will come there eventually. But, like, that's why I was so... I don't like Cloud as a character normally. So, when Final Fantasy 7 had never been on a Nintendo console, it was like this is a game celebrating Nintendo's history. Like, I get Mega Man, man. Those first, like, eight games Mm. were only Nintendo exclusives. Castlevania, like, the first five or six games, Nintendo exclusives. I mean, Pac-Man is also on Nintendo platforms. It's not as exciting, but, like, at least it existed. So, to have Joker, I think, is really cool personally, but it is a weird choice. Doomguy's been on Switch. He has. So, he's more likely (laughs) than anyone else. Uh, But, like, that's why I think that Banjo-Kazooie would be
1: really cool. You know what I
0: mean? Uh... Or even, like, conquer, Conquer you know I mean?
1: like, I feel like Nintendo. But then they can't have his taunt be like, yo, yeah. get fucked, or yeah. whatever he would
0: actually say in Conker's Bad Fur Day, but, like, that would be awesome. Right. Except for when little kids would then go look up Conquer and be right. like, Right, oh, and that's no. why I...
1: That's why I think it would be Banjo, because James I, Bond. Mm-hmm. From 007.
0: He's I, my main man man. That
1: would be expensive, I'm sure. <laughs>
0: yeah, Where I, I mean, <laughs>
1: I feel like id if Nintendo went to like id, they'd be like, "Of course.
0: Do it." And that's what like pisses me off. So, I've lost all faith in Geno. Mm-hmm. There are multiple quotes of Sakurai saying, "I have wanted to put Geno in these games, but I haven't been able to. There's never been a better time than your last fucking game, dog."
1: Do you think it's going
0: to be his last game? No, he's going to keep making Kirby games until he dies. Okay. They should make Kirby's Air Ride too. I would rather that than another smash.
1: Well, they they I we probably won't see another smash for I would say 10 years.
0: Oh, definitely not but I, it'll be
1: 10 years before we see another one
0: yeah this was a fun, an excellent way to close off the Game Awards because it's just like Smash well, is coming out in a couple hours what the fuck is happening
1: they closed it off with God of War
0: well yeah but
1: the last announcement I guess it was probably the last announcement we both kind of laughed and then I yeah. went home and I was like hey God of War 1 yeah which was very shocking to me. Yeah, that was shocking. But man, Joker and Smash. Oh yeah, fuck? yeah,
0: When they announced Minecraft Steve, I'm going to was so pissed. But I Minecraft
1: will... Steve is that from the Telltale game? No,
0: that's just like what the cover of Minecraft. You know the dude with the mm-hmm. blue shirt, right? That's Steve. Oh. Yeah, everyone's favorite. <laughs> it was the top selling digital game for a long time on the Switch Store. I just went there recently. Not mm. anymore. It's, like, not even in the top ten, I don't think.
1: Mm. I have to imagine.
0: Huh. Smashes right now, obviously, but that's because it just came out, so it's a lot different. What about Rabbits? I mean, yeah, you could do that. See, like, this, Mario this and Rabbids okay, have already so been This is where I'm at now. I believe that Rayman should be in it, and I believe the Bomberman should be in it. Bomberman is an assist trophy. It's not even that hard. You just, like, look, you made his model already. Give him some moves. He's in there. There was a Rayman spirit. I got him. You can make Rayman. He was on Nintendo platforms. But what I really want, and I know might not ever happen, is Shovel Knight is in Rivals of Aether. It's basically Smash. Shovel Knight's model, also already an assist trophy. He also has an amiibo. You don't even have to make another amiibo. It's Shovel Knight's time. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Oh man, are you gonna get that persona amiibo? I
0: am man. I'm getting the Joker amiibo. I already got Ryu and Mega Man. We're in there. I'll add them to my collection.
1: Yeah, that'd be. Did yeah. they make like Bethesda amiibos? No. For like Skyrim, I and... maybe. Because like Skyrim was in it. Doom, Wolfenstein. I.
0: The only one that I can think of that they made a weird one for was Dark Souls. Dark Souls. They made the Solaire amiibo, but I don't think anything other than that got a weird amiibo.
1: Dark Souls in mm. Smash. Daddy's
0: sick. I'd play Solaire. He would not fit in
1: at all, but I would well, play they it. You say that, but they'd find a way. Yeah, that's probably true.
0: I don't know, man. I could talk about potential things in Smash all day, but Joker being in it is wild. Right.
1: That's what opens it up. Like, yeah. Now, of a sudden... now it's like, whoa. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: what is it? Anything's possible. Yes. Donkey's prediction of Jimmy Neutron could be possible now. <laughs> uh, oh, man. And Tony the Tiger. I'm ready for all of his <laughs> inc- inclusions. I would also man Jimmy Neutron. But that's not happening, so we don't have to worry about it. No. Uh, and so with that, I think that'll do it for our podcast.
1: It i think we hit the sweet spot this week yeah two and a half hours two and a half hours is pretty solid it's
0: not three hours
1: next week could be could be rough could be long i
0: will try my best to make it not super long but we'll see how it pans out yes uh so we will be back in two weeks and we are going to talk about some game of the year awards stuff
1: not the top 10
0: yeah we're going to do we're going to try to do individual categories um and we'll see how that
1: goes right uh we'll, we're gonna hash out the we haven't really hashed out the categories at no, all or yeah established rules so we'll probably do that and i don't think it's gonna be a heavy news week a couple weeks no i don't either so i don't think we'll even talk
0: about that stuff probably. i doubt
1: i'm sure we'll find one or two things to like briefly talk about but yeah. I, I i expect next next episode to be a lot of uh game of the year stuff so it's going to be very spoiler heavy most likely
0: yeah and before we really spoil things we will say so right um and so with that we will see you guys in two weeks but first the theme song is sting operation by the band on check them out and we will catch you guys again in two weeks peace out